You're listening to episode 172 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner and go about your shopping. I love, it's the, that way easy. He, I love the way he says Amazon. <laughs> I love the way he says anything. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> How do you say Amazon? Am- Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Amazon. Okay. A- Amazon. <laughs> it's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. 360 Vegas Vacation 2. As good as the first, Alistair? Different, and yet... You could, well, I, I think it's like comparing your children if we had children. Right. <laughs> it's like, do, do you prefer the first child first, better than the second child? Or, you know, I think they were both enormous fun. And, I, uh, yeah, so I, 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 don't, I don't think it would be uh, fair to compare the two. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I would argue in, in a comparative situation that... Fuck, you said it best. It, it was they were both absolutely amazing. I mean, it. it I, I, I lean towards saying it's better only because we had the expectation. So this thing really had to kind of come and and do it and fucking come hard all over us, and it did. <laughs> I just okay. So so let me say for the record, I'm just on this show for you to torture me with how much fun you had. And, and, Without me. And it's important that even though you weren't there, you still feel the shame of being married to me. That's why Alice well, is here, to make sure that, that you have to... That's a daily occurrence. Well, but, This is just making But this it, is kind of me at another level. So well, there's yes, like, you in Vegas is, yeah. Well, it's me, Vegas, on a vacation. I'm like, oh, this is oof, it's amazing. I'm, oh. I'm simply here to I'm simply here to fill in those blanks, those very scary, scary those blanks. And from, large from blanks. what I've heard, there's quite a few of them. <laughs> Well, no, you were there because you were part- participating in the shenanigans, so that's why you're here. Yeah, he was. He was the. I was the chaperone, basically. I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, I was, were, I was, you were. I was playing, holding this train on the rails. You were playing the role of Karen this trip. It's funny. I made that's the true. That I made true. the comparison that um, with Karen and Matt not being in attendance for this one, that Tony very much played the Matt role, and you very much played the Karen role. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Let's get into the show. Okay, so let's start the show. Uh, he's Mark. She's Karen. I'm just off a 10-hour flight. Uh, I've had very little sleep. My ears haven't quite popped yet. I still feel like a human torch, and I desperately need a drink. <laughs> well, Mark's already drinking, and it's yeah. it's just noon here. Why well, don't... I mean, it, it felt weird to talk about Vegas vacation and not have a drink. So, But I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, uh, we always start the show with a random Vegas. Binion's was the first casino to offer free booze. Thank you, Binion, so much. <laughs> I, this is where you, you step up. This is where the, your professionalism it's comes in. It's called transition. <laughs> go, go, Alistair, go. <laughs> It's <laughs> a guy a break. Ten hours. So hang on, yeah, it's like, oh, did, did you not get the bit where I'm ten hours? It's like uh, I haven't had any sleep. These I'm, these all sound okay, like I'm excuses punchy, to punchy. me. You are a professional broadcaster now. Let's professional go. Professional broadcaster now. Okay, <laughs> let's. So let's let's proceed with the show and have the Vegas mate review of the trip. Yes, this trip's review is my June twenty fifth review of Broadway Burger at New York, New York. I gave it five out of five chips. What did I say? Uh, you said, uh, fear not KGB lovers, a new top burger place has been discovered in Vegas. I had the chili cheese fries with a jalapeno bacon slash pepper jack cheese burger with a fried egg. I found it difficult to find a room in my tummy for all the yummy. Uh, <laughs> I was also well lubricated, so I'll definitely try it again to be continued. Okay, the funny thing is how you spelled lubricated on this. Lubricanted? Lubricanted? <laughs> L-U-B-R-I-C-A-N-T-E-D. All right, so here, here's my recommendation to Hunter for Vegas Mate. Spell check. Oh, no. <laughs> then it's fun when you're, you're hammered. Oh, wait till you the hear spelling. the thing that Alistair got me on that I just wanted to fucking cuddle with him because he got me so good. But we'll, we'll all get to that. that. We've all got it laid out. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should help Alistair out with some of the transitions and stuff because he's, like you said, just coming off the 10-hour flight. Well, uh, come on. He's doing the intro of the show. Then I'm going to ramble, and he's going to plug in the, and okay. fill in the gaps. I'm just feeling bad he for the guy. so good. You're like, all right, be on. And he's like, I'm so, so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Go mix yourself a drink. This, is, it, this isn't the Alistair I've come to, to deserve. So just let's let's talk about the twit pick of the trip. Then. All right, fine. We'll do that. <laughs> We've been around for more than four years, so I think it's safe to accurately throw around the word history. As you all know, whenever we go to Vegas, the intro of the show is related to the trip. Random Vegas is related to what we did, the review is one of ours, and Twit Pick of the Week becomes Twit Pick of the Trip. The first time in the show's history, the Twit Pick of the Trip, while it was taken while we were in Vegas, it wasn't taken by one of us. This trip's winner was taken by at AG Corrington, it's a panorama of the Strip looking across the fountains of Bellagio. This view is stunning, and it, it tends to be frequently in the running for Twit Pick of the Week, every, every couple of weeks. However, this is, hands down, the best I've ever seen it capture of what it actually feels like being there and seeing that view. The only thing I can compare it to is when my smoking hot wife allows me to do some deep sea exploration oh, below Lord, the equator. Oh, good Lord, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. I'm talking about going down on her in case oh, I was too clever God. for any shut of you. Up, shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> This picture is fantastic and well worth making show's history, our show's history. Uh, yeah, also I love the way you spelled C as in S-E-E-R rather than S-E-A. I saw, so, yeah, I saw get, it as get, I was going. Is it, is get, that, your, it, get your typo machine. Tri trip report slash mock marks grammar. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic view. It's one of my favorites. I mean, I, I spent quite a bit of time kind of standing there uh, looking at that view. But uh, obviously not this trip because it was like 114 degrees every day. <laughs> I'm going to complain about this all, 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 the, all the show. He's not used to that. He's, it's always he's gray broken and my, rainy. He's broken my internal thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed it. I 
fixed it. <laughs> Great, now he's going to go home and he's going to be shivering cold every single He'll day. He'll just move to the States. It's, he loves it. He visits constantly. Move to the States. So, and it's actually coming coming back here. It's actually in the mid-70s, going to be up into the 80s. So, uh, I'm not getting much of a respite here. So, I will still be waking up in a pool of my own sweat every day for the next uh, few days. Yeah, that's, that's a good transition, though. You'd hate it to go from 114 <laughs> down to, like, 60. That that Your body would go into shock. Like I, I, need to, I need to find, a, like, a minus five ice bar or somewhere. You know, one of those places <laughs> where it's just like, don't give me the coat. Just, just let me in and stand in the freezer. <laughs> It's funny, we entertained moving to England for a while for your work, and now, like, hearing the temperatures, I would have been fucking miserable. Yeah, you would have been. Oh, I'd have been so angry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not constantly yeah, angry. Anyway. Yeah, when are you not angry? <laughs> okay, so as always, we will link to it on our blog, put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page, feature it in our Facebook and Google Plus page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of our podcast. All right, so now let's head into the trip report. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> all the stuff that I didn't get to participate in. I'm not bitter about it Someone at all. has ambition and a promising career. <laughs> And someone's a hanger-on. So, right, I know, right? Someone, Someone's got to pay for all this stuff. I know, yeah, right? Exactly. Someone's got to pick up the tab. That's exactly. right. <laughs> Listen to what I did with Karen's money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's kick it off. Pre-vacation. For those of you who don't know, and i, I got to be honest, I'd really be disappointed with you if you didn't know. Every time we do a vacation, there's either before or after the trip, there's always some time where I just enjoy it with, you know, Karen usually. In this case, it was with my sister and brother-in-law, a couple of friends. So I got in on Sunday. Now, McCarran Periscope, it, I, as soon as I got in there, I love McCarran Airport. And pretty much everybody who goes to Vegas loves McCarran Airport. It's unlike any other airport ever with, with all the... I don't think that's true. No, 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 no. Tell me that luggage area isn't unbelievable especially if you love vegas it's overwhelming you walk in there like oh my god we're here okay slot so that, that's everywhere. what you're talking about the, the yes, luggage that, that's, area that's 100 that's what the slot machines and the luggage area with all the advertising for the shows and the strip and shit like that i'm sure there's another airport in the world somewhere that has that alistair might know he does a lot of traveling i just hate airports in full stop it's like it's that transition period of it's it's until you get into the actual city it's like no just get me out this airport Scare me through I customs. I've been standing agree. in the line, waiting for 40 minutes to try and get through here. You want my fingerprints? You want my picture? It's like, just get my luggage. Let's get out of this place. Canada does retinal scans now. we got to reach out to Apple, since they did the whole Apple Pay thing. Like, can you work on airports, please? This is ridiculous. We want to get into the fun. I'm just saying, they do everything right, Karen. Wow, that's a stretch. Now How you want, that a stretch? Now you want Apple to redo airports? I want you Apple to redo airports. the world. Apple and Google. Apple and Google. I'll, I'll give you that. You can't make airports fun. There's, I'm with Alistair on that. They just yeah. suck. It's it's just functional. Just get me through. Get my luggage. Get me, just get, get me out the of here. The one thing I do like about McCarran is the luggage usually shows up really fast. Well, the people that enjoyed the first periscope of the trip disagreed with you. There's some magic about the baggage area in McCarran just before you get to the... Actually, it's, I think it's even more exciting when you get out to the cab line. You're like, It's like this whole little amazing queue. You're like, mm, we're closer. It's a queue. But it's a queue just before amazing. I, I know you folks can't see it, but I just keep shaking my head and rolling my eyes right now. He's, okay. he's lost his I mind. apologize for her. It's, just that, it's that gorgeous carpet, isn't it? It's lovely. That's exactly what it is. Kiss my ass. Anyway, I did a periscope. Couldn't wait to get there. The first of many, although I, I've got to say... 
It was the first of many walk and talk periscopes. I don't like them. Like, as I was watching them back, like, they're so jerky and everything. Like, I, I love Periscope, but we've just got to figure out a better way to, to do it. So, I'm not going to talk a, a lot about the other Periscopes I did because I was disappointed in them. Good. But a lot of people did enjoy them uh, for some vicarious living. I don't get some, some nice, uh, you know what, you're not going to, you're not ruining this. You're not ruining this. You're not killjoying it, Karen. Pause for effect. <laughs> All right, so after that, it was straight to the D. My little sister and her husband were visiting Vegas for the first time, so I met up with them and headed down to Nacho Daddy for dinner. Now, I hope that both of you, as well as some of our listeners, are quite proud of me because I pledged when we did our Nacho Daddy review that because I was so in love with the Nacho Average Cheeseburger that I was going to make the attempt because I'm giving it five out of five chips. Oh, it's so great, it's so great. But in all honesty, my experience with it was quite limited. So I made the attempt to stick to my pledge and try something different. And this first trip to Nacho Daddy, I went with the Potato Skins Nachos. It seems safe enough. I mean, you do love Potato Skins, so. This is why it's important that you and Alistair and people who don't live on Cloud Nine when it comes to Vegas are here because they were terrible. Really? They were so bad. Oh, what I What was bad it. about them? Well, first of all, the, the potatoes were just chips. And and it was pretty obvious that they were, like, handmade chips. They were greasy as fuck. It just, it, it, it wasn't. Like, well, the thing I love about. That's usually what makes a good, a good potato chip. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I just thought it was So, wait, so were, was it nacho chips and then potato chips, or just, it was just potato chips? Fuck, that's a good question. I think it was just potato chips then. You don't know? I don't remember. I was already drunk. But <laughs> I'm sure I've got a picture of somewhere uh, of it. But I think it was just chips. Now that I think about it, I wonder if that isn't one of the reasons why I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Mark is sad. I am sad. <laughs> sad Mark. <laughs> but, but I'm glad that I tried it. So after that, we're raring to go. I went over to Banger Brewery, and I did also get a Banger Brewery shirt because they have a nice little yeah, we it. added your T-shirt collection. So, so proud of myself. <laughs> he, but, he, he did send me a t- uh, text about that. I yeah. was very proud of yeah, his first day. And then you got a shirt. I'm like, hooray. I know, right? Yay, clothing, idiot. <laughs> I, on the day, ironically, that I didn't have any. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. All right. Uh, for those uh, that didn't follow Karen on, on Twitter, just give a brief update as to what you were doing and what happened. So, yeah, the reason I, I know we talked about before, the reason I wasn't there was um, my work had scheduled a trip that I could not get out of. So I was in Seattle, actually. And I flew to Seattle on Saturday. Um, my I flew to Seattle. My luggage, however, decided it wasn't ready to go. So it stayed in Memphis. It, li- it likes Memphis. It didn't yeah, want to go. Yeah, it stayed in Memphis. And so long story short, um, although I got to Seattle at about, I got to the hotel about 10 o'clock on, on Saturday evening, my luggage did not appear until about 10 o'clock on Sunday evening. So, yeah, that it was just, it was I fun. Can, and, and United can, you know, can suck my left hit. I just I fucking hate United. Yeah. Although the one good employee was whoever was managing, oh, ironically, the girl that was managing their Twitter handle actually was able to track my luggage down for me and at least tell me where it was. Ironically, her name was Karen. <laughs> so, yeah, so you were buying shirts and I had no clothes. Yeah. Uh, I, and, I mean, else. and you're not in, I mean, you're a girl, but you're not like an insanely prissy girl. Oh, but, I, I felt so gross. But even, yeah, to that extent, like I could survive for a day, like shower, I'll throw this on again, you know. I, yeah, yeah, no. It was, I, oh, it was disgusting. I felt for you. Because I was, you know, again, two different flights, because there's no direct flights. Um, so two different airports, and then having to wear the same clothes again the next day, I, I was just 
Yeah. Had the meetings. Just, tu- just turn the underwear inside out, basically. Oh, I just, I, I, I just went without. Nice. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, um, no. Well, so the, the good thing is it wasn't the full group. Dirty meeting. just got hot. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the full group meeting on Sunday. It was just um, my smaller team were meeting to work on our project. Mm. Thank goodness, and they were all really nice. But then it was funny. When I walked in on, on Monday morning, they're like, you've got new clothes, like to everybody in the group. And I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, everybody ended up finding out about my story. But sorry, that was a little detour. No, that's okay. That's okay. All right. So while we were at Banger Brewery, or actually even rewind a little bit. So I had... Wait, was Alistair in town yet? He was, but we hadn't met up yet. Oh, he was on the strip. I was downtown. Yeah. I was doing my, doing my own thing. So yeah. You're like, I, I know I'm going to have way too much time with Mark. I need, I need some alone time. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was at uh, Heritage Steak eating octopus mainly. Oh, did you love it? Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> The octopus or heritage steak? I think kind of both. Yeah, but the octopus. I had. I just went octopus crazy for the entire week. Yeah, I, like, I've never really eaten octopus before, and it was like this is great. Well, and it was amazing to me because the first time I had it, I'm sure I've talked about this at some point. So I hate calamari. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And a friend of mine was like, "What is calamari again?" Calamari is squid. Squid. Okay. So it's okay. it's hollow. Like its legs and stuff are hollow. Octopus is solid. So it's like a solid, fleshy piece of muscle. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, the first time I tried it, I was like, holy crap, this is so much better. So, yeah, I'm with you, Alistair. I love octopus. It's so good. <laughs> All right. So I was really excited for this trip and even went to Twitter because everybody who listens to the show knows that my my dress shoes are, are Jordans. So I went to Twitter and said, which pair should I get? Everybody picked the six rings, uh, those that participated. So I, I was psyched and I was wearing them there already. I, I didn't feel like packing them anyways. They're patent leather. You pack them. They, it's, once patent leather cracks on Jordans, I retire them. I... I that's just who I am. So I was already wearing them there. We, we went to Banger Brewery, and as Vegas is known to do, uh, with zero chance of rain in the forecast, we had a torrential flash flood downpour. Oh, really? Yes, while we were in Banger Brewery. And it was one of those things that, you know, you know me, when I get to Vegas, I want to be outside if there's an opportunity. So yeah. I walked in, I said, can we get our flights and, and sit outside? Yeah, yeah, that's no problem. So I went outside to, to tell Brandy and Albert, that's my sister and brother-in-law, that hey hey we can you know we can set up out here it's not a problem so I go in there make my order grab my beers walk outside and it, and it's raining it's starting to rain I'm like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. all right well it's raining guys we're not we're not gonna sit outside we'll sit inside as we're sitting inside boom yeah. just just pouring water mm-hmm. and I started talking about how one of the issues with Vegas because it's a desert the way that they have all of the canals and the, yep. the sewage or whatever everything just runs off yeah it's all it's yeah. all meant to go at an angle but the problem is the homeless people live in those those underground canals and that's why so many of them die because you don't see this happening if there's no well, you chance don't see of it rain coming. right yeah. yeah the flash flood you can't forecast it so it, it just comes it hits boom massive massive water and the people living in there are drowned because it's all filtered directly to that area right. so I'm telling this story and then I run out of that story and I'm like well we're out of beer I'm like, it's still raining. I, I'm not going outside with these on. <laughs> <laughs> or with a plastic bag. If you, Even if you took them off, you'd need some kind of bag or something to, to put them in. Right. So they were, well, and that's what my brother-in-law said. He'd be like, just ask him for a bag. Just put them in the bag. Walk around in your, in your, in your bare feet. <laughs> Which is not a good idea in Vegas no, anyway. No, I've it's seen not. people do it, and it's not a good yeah, idea. No, luckily... So were all these homeless people like washing down Fremont Street like a torrent of people no, just kind that's of silly, whisking Alistair. past Brangabury. That's Brewery. silly. This is all underground, all right? I was speaking theoretically. I don't know if anyone died. I'm just saying. He was trying to come up with some conversation to talk to his sister. I was, I was like, hey, I'm in Vegas. So. I know a lot of things. Here's one. People are dying. <laughs> 
Although that does now entirely explain when I was walking back from TI to, to Harris, why there was an awful lot of water coming out of Mirage. It's like, where, what's gone on here? It was yeah. perfectly dry. That you know, it was however long later it was. But that, that that does clear something up for me. So Very similar to the kind of the kind of rain that we get here in Memphis, where it'll come in and just monster oh, power like thunderstorms. You can't see. Yeah, and like, then it doesn't and matter then goes how high away. you yeah. got your wipers on, you can't see. And then it, it like like twenty minutes, then it goes then away. Done. Yeah. yeah, if even that long. But, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, and Florida is real popular, real well known for doing that. So, but luckily, luckily it, it ended up. Uh, going away shortly after and all I had to do was my puddle maneuvering which my brother-in-law got a real kick out of because apparently he does it and my sister rips on him for it all the time and I just did it instinctually we step out there and you could see me analyzing like step here around that and puddle. here and that <laughs> so I had, I had a bonding moment with my brother-in-law mm -hmm. a, a side story I don't my sister has four kids they live in the hometown that I grew up in I hate that town I never go back there I love my sister and her brother-in-law my nieces and nephews are, are cool as far as kids go, I mean, they're yeah, still kids. we've never spent a ton of time with Alba. But you're yeah. but right, exactly. And we've always wanted to like this, like the short period of time that we have spent with him. It was quick bonding. He's I mean, funny. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a he's an awesome dude. So we were super excited about this, and it was, I mean, it delivered. It was exactly what we were hoping for, and that's that's what we got. So, after that, uh, I was still a bit leery because you know the sun needed to dry up some of those larger puddles. So we just moved laterally over to the toy shack which is the, the shop where anybody who watches Pawn Stars, the toy expert that they bring in. It's his story. Yeah, he has a shop in, in Neonopolis, and it is awesome. It is a flashback to all your childhood memories. Like, even the most obscure toys that you were into, I promise you he's got a collection of them, and it's, it's mind-blowing. It's such a, a fun trip down memory lane. And we even found an Olympic Cabbage Patch doll with a mullet. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. You should have taken a picture. I know. Kids. How I didn't, I don't know. I, I want to say Brandy did. Maybe I did, and I just haven't I haven't looked close enough. But, yeah, we we marveled at it. Really. Albert, Albert, oh, my God, you got to fucking see the mullet on the capture. Let's get <laughs> and, and anybody that wasn't at 360 Vegas vacation, watching Mark get together with his, with his sister, which, again, doesn't happen very often, they fight like they were brother and sister, like they were, you know, 10 and 14 years old again. It's hysterical. Many a people to got to experience it and loved it. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> it's great. I mean, like, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. Yeah. I mean, they just, it is, it's hysterical. It's a good time. It, it's, it's that, that. But then they also play together. Well, that's like, what I mean. It's, that, to, it's yeah. that playful ribbing. It's that, it's that whole thing like, I'll rip on, we'll rip on each other fiercely. And if anybody says anything about her, I'll fucking kill him. Like, don't you even, like, it was funny. Here's a, here's a side story. When my sister and I started going to the same elementary school, she's like four years younger than me. So when I was in third or fourth grade, whatever the fuck it was, she was in first grade. And, you know, my, my parents only see us fighting all the time when we're at home. Well, when she comes to school, I'm walking to her class. I'm giving her a kiss before I end up going off to mine. And the teachers <laughs> convey this to them. They're like, these are my kids? <laughs> but it's very much that, like, you know, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Blah, blah, blah. What did you just say about her? What? No, I say that. You don't say that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's cute. Yes. So we enjoyed the the, uh, the toy shack, and then I took them, as I frequently do, uh, people, especially Vegas virgins, on a, on, a, on a Vegas guided tour. Took them over to downtown Grand, the Gold Spike, which they also thought was adorable. It used to be a casino. I told the whole story about how I almost got killed going to Gold Strike the one time. The one time I almost got mugged going off strip. Uh, I, I'm, we're not going to read Fremont. Off yeah. Fremont, yeah. yeah. I heard you ran a ragged. I did, I did. Well, because then I took her to El Cortez, insert coins, container park, grab some jerky there. 
And uh, uh, she was on the verge of death at that point. <laughs> so, so, she didn't do any drumming for the Mantis, did she? No. Oh, you want to know what was awesome oh, about geez. that? I didn't see the drums anywhere. Now, maybe they, they took them away because it was getting later in the evening because we went down there so we could see the... Uh, the Mantis. Yeah, the spew some, some yeah. fire. So maybe... They do it at sunset. I think it's like a sunset ritual. Of maybe that is it. Maybe we the got Mantis there to just too early. But I thought they left the drums out. That is the way they did it before. Yeah. Perhaps other people like me wanted to kill the fucking hippie and they're like, we should probably get rid of these. So they don't kill the hippie. Yeah. <laughs> kill the hippie. Kill the hippie. Perhaps I've... That would be Mark's chance. I've started some <laughs> underground revolution. We're all like, we got to kill him. <laughs> so I'm not sorry, hippie. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> I asked you an honest fucking question, and you responded to me like a goddamn hippie. So moving on. <laughs> we ended up going back to the D to play some video poker and found out my sister doesn't like to think when she gambles. Now, my brother-in-law <laughs> thought it was really cool. I'm explaining to him how you're playing it and mathematical odds, and it's a great bet. It's right up there with blackjack, but much cheaper to do. And my sister very much would play like, oh, this is exciting. I just won 75 cents. I'm like, you know, you're the kind of chick that puts a dollar in and wants 200. She's like, yes. I'm like, God damn it. So, all right, so we're clearly not going to be gambling a whole lot together because I can't stand playing games like that. So we, and Scott ended up joining us at some point. Got to see that whole that whole uh, constantly mocking each other. Her for being a slot person, me for being an intellectual who believes in math and science. And, oh, Lord. <laughs> but sorry, I missed that. On to dinner. We went to Pizza Rock. I got the Cala Italia, or however you pronounce it, whatever it is. Calitalia. That 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 award-winning yeah. one, and blew their fucking minds. Albert um, posted a picture of that on Facebook. I was so jealous because that is an awesome. Pizza. It's ridiculous. I've made the comparison before. I still think the best pizza in possibly the world, but at least Vegas, is secret pizza. What Cala or what, what Pizza Rock does is one of those things where you almost can't compare it because there's pizza that we all know. And then there's somebody who took the concept of pizza and just turned it on its end. And I mean, this is, be it looks just like a pizza, doesn't taste like a fucking pizza. It's, it's, well, it's not your stereotype. Amazing. It is absolutely amazing. This is what people go to culinary school for. This is where people learn to be called chefs when they invent something. And they, oh, it's just fucking amazing. <clears throat> so good. So good. Have you, uh, have you eat, you've eaten there before, right, Alice? Yeah. So yeah. they do the, there's like a happy hour between three and five in the afternoon and after 10, like 10 till closing. Okay. And they do a few, about three of the pizzas in a personal size. So I, I tried both the, you know, the, I think the pepperoni style one. And this one, I, I think I call this one, was it Super Calitalia Fragilistic Expelidocious? <laughs> it's epic. It's that good, yeah. And, it's, I, that and good. I, it's so good. It's a front runner to be one of the dining establishments for 360 Vegas Vacation 3. It's oh, I think that it fucking good. It's so good. Oh, it's great. Now, unfortunately, Alistair hadn't met up with us at this point, so I'm not exactly sure how the night ended, but I did find myself asleep with a half eaten package of jerky lying next to me <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> So instead of instead of Fritos this time, it was jerky. It was jerky, yes. Okay. Yeah, I knew I needed food. Yeah, and I well, didn't want to get it on the bed I was going to sleep in, so I just laid on the other bed and, and ate. But couldn't be fell, bothered to sit up. fell asleep fell on asleep. that one, too. Yeah. You know what was did, funny? Did you respect the jerky in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> did it respect you in the morning? I bought it breakfast. It was like, what did we do last night? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? My wife's going to kill me. <laughs> Really jerky? Right. You're gonna scared to step out on me, and it's jerky. Right. <laughs> at the, least, at least tell me it was some spicy jerky right. or something. Well, of course, you know me. You know me. There was habanero involved, uh, <laughs> and thankfully none of my parts tingled. So I think I, I think we we participated. <laughs> 
we, we were quite responsible with our... It was our... purely oral, was it? Purely oral. <laughs> <laughs> Well, unless it, unless it was like a, 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 a oh, fuck, I'm going to script the joke. I can't think of what it's called, like a, a, a sausage type jerk. Right? And I hollowed it out. Well, or it hollowed you out, one no. of the two. But. Like I said, nothing burned on me, so I assume I serviced the jerky. Okay. Right. Did, uh, the important question is, did you swallow? Of course, I'm a gentleman. All right. <laughs> and I needed sustenance, so that was necessary. <laughs> Lord. And that was Sunday. Uh, the day one. The day one. <laughs> so what did you do on Monday? Well, Alistair, I'm going to tell you what I did on Monday. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, I slept in while my little sister went down to enjoy the Mob Museum. One of the things that we learned from the last trip is that rest is quite important when you consider what it is I'm doing to my body, jerky withstanding, but <laughs> with the alcohol and whatnot and staying up all night. But when I met up with them, we went to Nacho Daddy for lunch because I would not allow the potato skin nacho thing to deter me. And I had the Moco Loco. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, yes. So they're, 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 they may not be five out of five, but they're like four and a half, four out of five. It's it's still, still really, really, really fucking good. Good. So... They ended up taking a nap, and I played blackjack for an extended period of time. There isn't a whole lot of excitement to Monday, uh, except once they woke up, we uh, enjoyed Fremont Street Experience and the concert. Now, they have these free concerts all the time, and luckily, it was very much in my high school wheelhouse in the, in the uh, late 80s and, and 90s. Who was it? And I had, well, I don't know who it was, but it's just, that was just the music that oh, they, were, okay. they were doing. And I had the opportunity to take part in a time-honored tradition of dance inspired by Sir Humpty Hump. Now, before you criticize... The Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump, okay? Oh, <laughs> uh, Bet you're sorry you missed this one, Alex. There is, there is a... Oh, I haven't, I haven't missed this one because I've seen it on Twitter. Uh, hopefully, it's, hopefully it's getting uploaded to YouTube as well. It, it is. A longer version is being up, uploaded to YouTube. I was actually trying to get it done before this episode, but I wouldn't. But it's not, it's not very long. I just had to do a couple of trimming. Well, we're just recording. Just it'll, it'll probably but, be up by the time this is posted. Oh, it's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that because I was almost done. I just at some point I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get this done in time. But Now, for those of you who don't know, first you limp to the side like your legs are broken. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna shake and twitch, kind of like you're smoking. Crazy whack funky. I mean, is the is the best way that I can I can describe it? Are you familiar with the Humpty Dance, Karen? You seem confused. I'm familiar with the Humpty. <laughs> However, I don't know all the words look, to the I, song. I won't lie to you. People will say that you look like MC Hammer on crack, but that's that's it's all right because your your body's in motion and it, it is supposed to look like. A fit or, I don't know, a convulsion, but listen, no two people will do it the same. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, okay, how, how long are you going to drag this joke out? Come on. You're going to run through the whole song? That's not the song. Those were well-chosen lyrics, and you've now ruined it. Do you know the Humpty Dance, Alistair? Um, I've heard of it, never seen it. Uh, it looked like you were being tasered. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it right, yes. <laughs> that, that is very much... Do, do me a favor, Alistair, when we're done, um, you can YouTube the Humpty Dance. Go Google it. I yeah. did it really good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of an expert. I, have, I honestly have to say, my high school experience could be summed up. At, like, if you were making a soundtrack of my adolescence, the Humpty Dance would probably be the track underneath it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that's it was good. depressing. It's, a, it's not depressing. It introduced me to the love of dance. Awesome. I thought, <laughs> I thought new kids did that. 
organized dance is what, what New Kids did. And and how how it's it's cool to pour your heart out for the love of a, of a lady. Or dude, in Jonathan's case. But the love of another. Okay. I'll be loving you forever. <laughs> oh, okay, you so, are in rare form today. Yes. Let's go. Now, we're, still on, we're still on day two. We, we are, yeah. Now, before I call it a night, I experienced Dupar's at Golden Gate for the first time. But... What's Dupar's? Dupar's is the cafe that's connected to Golden Gate. They are known for having the best pancakes in the United States. Like, literally have won that award hmm. several times. Did you have the pancakes? Of course. Uh, te- technically, they're hot cakes. Whatever. Is that is that a British thing, or is that is that no. honestly the No, case? that's on the menu. Apparently, what, what is the difference? Cakes, is there a difference? No, but they are pancakes. But if you look at the menu, it says hot cakes. Fine. Hot cakes. I enjoy that. I'm going to Google it. Good. Keep going. <laughs> but when I attempted to share my experience, my inability to properly articulate it was mocked by some limey son of a bitch on Twitter. <laughs> I clearly tweeted, and I quote, tied at Dupar restaurant for the first time, totally as advertised, to which he... No, re- no, no. You didn't say that at all. You, you typed... Tied at Dupas Restaurant, no tea, for then first time. <laughs> then first time. Okay. not the first time. Okay. Type is advertised. So, yeah, I responded back going, oh, look at you with the fat fingered auto corrected drunken tweets. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he ended it with, bless. <laughs> oh, I missed that one. If I wasn't already in love with Alistair, this sealed the deal. Because <laughs> it was one of those things, I saw his tweet first. I'm like, what is this fucker mocking me for? And I look at Mike tweet like, oh, well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> but it's obviously you're having a great time. It's like, oh, look at that. He's just totally wasted. It, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it is 100% accurate. <laughs> All right, so what's the difference between so, a pancake and a hot well, cake? According to ask.com, there is no difference between hot cakes and pancakes. Both words describe the popular round flat cakes cooked on a griddle or inside a skillet. I do have to say I think the, I like the word hot cakes better than pancakes, though. I don't know why. Probably because I've said pancakes forever. I'm like, ooh, new word. There is. Um, and Alistair couple, said it. <laughs> there's a couple other sites that mention that it's more of a regional dialect thing. So depending on where you're from determines Kind of like what pop you're or on. soda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but apparently if they're on the menu as hotcakes, you should respect it and Fair call enough. them as such, especially if Absolutely. they're award winning. Apparently award winning hotcakes. And to clarify, they are as advertised. That was fantastic. Now, once again, I was... Did you just get them plain, or did you get, like, um, got berries? Or... No, no, I just got your standard hotcakes with, you know, maple syrup. Okay. Because so, a lot of times well, they, you put... Oh, they kind of, they, well, they pull out the liquid butter over the top as well. You know, they kind of put the butter layer... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It does, they don't come plain. The oh. butter goes on top before you put on the uh, That would uh, actually make syrup. sense as to why, it, like, because, like, every Buttery bite was stuff. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's good. You, yeah, a lot of times you'll get them like banana fosters or right. No, no, no. This, this, like I knew that, what so. what they were famous for, and I'm like, I'm gonna try them exactly the way that, that you guys make them. So, it was really good. But once again, to be fair, I was blasted out of my mind as that tweet made it very clear. <laughs> um, what, so, wait, what, Alistair, what, again, what was your response to him, Alistair? I was like, I was like, oh, look at you with your fat fingered, autocorrected, drunk tweeting. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And that was my Monday. Okay. <laughs> so after blacking out Monday night, we have Tuesday. Yes, we do. So Tuesday, I checked out of the D and moved down to the Strip and into Excalibur. Now, never has someone who claims that the Cosmopolitan is his favorite property been so excited to stay at Excalibur. <laughs> yeah, to talk about a, the two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Well, what I was doing is I was taking advantage of the fact that Karen wasn't going to be there because that's one of the properties that I 
I, I think there was a tiny chance I could have talked you into it, but it was. it's not like Circus Circus. I, there's no way I'll ever talk you into staying there. Yeah. And to be honest with you, seeing that we had a friend stay there once, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to experience this <laughs> Yeah, one. you walked into that room and was like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah Wait, that, is that your used condom? Nope, not mine. Oh, okay, great. Right. <laughs> right. checked in. Still waiting for maintenance. Awesome. <laughs> so I, I was taking advantage of that, and I, I did for... To be fair, ended up getting an upgraded room. I ended up getting a contemporary. Like ordered it. I didn't twenty dollar trick it. I'm like, I, was gonna say. I wanted to make sure that I didn't get the standard accommodations because even I slightly feared Excalibur. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's it's exactly as you expect. It's got great gaming limits. It's it's a nice place. The location is okay. Way too many fucking kids. Way too many fucking kids. Yeah. Did Brandy and Albert move down the same day too? They did. They went okay. to Monte Carlo. They instead. stayed Monte Carlo. Yeah, they right. stayed at Monte Carlo, and they apparently had a great time. I I didn't visit. I didn't step foot in Monte Carlo that entire trip. Surprisingly. Really? Yeah. Because right. we haven't had good luck gambling at Excalibur. Well, that's that's one hundred percent why. Because I mean, you know, now that I love blackjack, and that's one of the reasons why on Monday. I didn't do a whole lot of things because anybody who's what hell listen to the last trip report I played blackjack for 21 straight hours it's the same thing I'll get I, I'm pretty sure that second day I probably tired Brandy out or something and I just sat down and played blackjack for five six seven hours yeah. or whatever so you don't hear a whole lot of stuff in between but they're like oh yeah we went to go do this for lunch and then now I'm on Fremont Street I play blackjack in between which usually spells I fucking hammered by the time we end up getting out here <laughs> right. but, so checked into Excalibur like I said it was it was fine uh, there's no reason for me to ever do it again. It's an experience that I'm glad that I did. Oh, the one thing I will say, this is the difference about not having a partner literally staying with me in the room, is I just forgot to record any reviews whatsoever. None of them. What? Didn't record a review of the room. you are such a pain in the ass about that when I'm around. It's just, you know what I think it is? If you're hearing my opinion, who gives a fuck? That's the show. I, on the show, I'm constantly giving you my opinion. You, you give your opinion whether or not people want to hear it. Well, they do. And people don't care about the opinion either, so, uh, you know. <laughs> See? See? So it, I, I need to bounce off somebody. I need to be like, so what did you think of this experience? Well, this is what I thought of this experience. So it didn't really work. And I'll, then you mock them going, that's stupid. I didn't think that was the right Well, that's part of my charm. Let's be honest. Uh, you call it charm, I call it being an asshole. Right. <laughs> well, some people that listen to this show think it's charming. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think they do. They do? No. Man, they came from all over to hang out with me. Oh, that's to see the to see it? Right, in right. person. They weren't like, this guy's a dick, but goddamn, he's a phenomenal train wreck to watch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, we, uh, I mean, the, to finish up with the room, it, it, it's as expected. It was a bit dinged up. I, I, I've got a video that's on Flickr right now where when I turn the shower on, you could see it spraying sideways. <laughs> it's like a little hole in the, I don't, I don't know what it was. but In the shower head. Yeah, I ended up putting my shoes on the end table one day and the whole thing collapsed. <laughs> What? So it's it's still Excalibur. <laughs> Wait, the end table collapsed? Yeah, yeah. There's that picture's also on Flickr. I literally, I, I think it was that, or it might have been my clothes for the day. Whatever it was, not heavy. <laughs> I just put it on there and it went, <laughs> just kind of fell sideways. I was able to put it back together. I'm sure someone before me did it as oh well. Oh my god. <laughs> It's probably that um, cheap Canadian furniture they had at the Riviera. Oh. Well, well, could be. You got to liquidate. Not from Ikea. Huh? No. <laughs> well, actually, it looked very similar to something you'd find at Ikea. Now, Brandy and Albert joined me at Excalibur. I showed them around the place as well as Luxor, New York, New York. I told them the whole Harmon story, which the Harmon is now almost below the walkway. Is it really? It's pretty awesome. It's like They're, the whole thing is down? Or the, just the... When, uh, the like the floors. They've lowered the floors down. I'd say it's probably three stories above wow. the walkway. It's, down, it's just kind of down to the podium level. So where they had that kind of the main base of it at the bottom, it's it's pretty much down to that last yeah. podium. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty fast. But, like, you can lose it. If you're, if you're, if you're walking north and you're... And the aria signs in the way. You can't see it anymore. 
And if you're on the ground, the walkway's kind of in the way you can't see it above. So it really doesn't change the landscape because the Aria sign is there. No, no, Alistair Teller. Yeah, so if you go to the Mandarin the Mandarin Bar, uh, yeah. you can now see all the way down to the Paris and Flamingo, so the view is so much wow. better. It's cleared that whole kind of area. It's Dramatically spectacular. increased the view. Oh, very cool. So much better now. All right, so now we have to go to the Mandarin Bar then. Yeah. <laughs> Alistair got mesmerized oh. by the... I was there for like two hours, just like sitting there going, look, you get straight up, going, who's pretty? But also <laughs> also the, uh, the the dress code has just gone completely to shit there because people are wearing flip-flops and shorts. Really? And it's like, I was like, I was right? like well, I'm wearing jeans, and I've got my, my, my Converse on. I was like, hmm, could be a bit fishy, but no. Yeah. It seems to be like anybody can get in there wearing anything these days. So wow. yeah. just wander up there. Yeah. That's... Disappointing, kind of. It is, yeah. But what are you gonna do? I, we, he and I talked about this extensively. You know, all it is is at this point we want money. Yeah, they just it'll want the traffic. Get, it'll and... get to a point again where exclusivity is important in, yeah. in tribes, a higher revenue. Clientele. Well, good. Then we can get in easier. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. So, I ended up taking them down to uh, once. Once we went through all that, I took them to Secret Pizza. It was funny because I, I like I said earlier in the trip, I had already walked my sister virtually dead. And uh, I didn't want to do that again because I, I, I love strolling all over Vegas and I wanted to kind of pace myself. So at first I was like, listen, guys, I got to eat. I haven't eaten yet. So I'm like, you know what? Why don't we just go over? I'm not really in the mood for breakfast. Plus, I think it was too late at that point. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to drag you guys all over the strip, but why don't we go over to New York, New York? I know they've got a decent slice over there. We're making our way over there. And I'm like, why the fuck am I making any concessions? I'm in Vegas. I'm like, you know what, guys? If you don't want to come with me, you can't. But literally, if we just make the effort, the best pizza on this fucking planet's down the street. I'm not wasting my time eating yeah, a New mediocre pizza. pizza. Yeah, when I could just go there. So I dragged them down there, and they 100% agreed with me. They're like, this is amazing. This yeah. is the best pizza. One of many things where I told them, like, oh, you guys are going to love this. And they're like, oh, my God, we love this. <laughs> <laughs> but while we were there, I bumped into Low Anthony, a.k.a. or any of you who watch Tosh.0. He's the guy that does calling all the basic bitches. That guy. I, you what, tweeted it or sent me a, a text about it, and I'm like, I have no idea who. Do you remember the is. one where he did uh, the the Liberace spoof and the dog licked his mouth for a really long period of time, Ugh. and it was and it, yeah. it's that. He's that he's that kid. Ew. Yeah. Well, he, well, the dog didn't lick him. I'm just saying that was the parody that that Tosh did. Oh, well, he's in there. Lohanthony, his name is Anthony, and he's a big Lindsay Lohan fan, and he merged the names together, and he's become, at this point, kind of more popular as a blogger, whatever he does, video blogger, vlogger, than, than she is Obviously, he didn't point. make an, an impression on me, because I still had no clue after he sent me. Well, he is a prissy little dick, so. Well, I, I figured he was. If, if Daniel Tosh likes him, it's kind, I know, of, right? a, <laughs> right. kind of a requirement. <laughs> so after that, I was getting ready to introduce 29-degree beer to my brother-in-law. My sister hates beer, so it was like, you know, just come along and shut up. It's got a full bar. Because yeah, that was one of the problems when I took her to Banger Brewery is it's that's it's a brewery. They don't, they yeah, don't they just had hard cider, I think, yeah, there. Yeah. So I was going to take him over there, but once again, apparently the trek uh, through those properties and then down to Secret Pizza virtually killed my sister again. And it was kind of funny slash cute slash pathetic <laughs> in, in the sense that she's exhausted and wanted to go. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. All right, well... Come on, Albert. You and me, twenty-nine group beer. He's like, well, I mean, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back with her. I'm like, it's right fucking there, dude. Just, yeah. It's right there. No, he wouldn't go. And Brandy wouldn't go either. It was across the street. No, nope, wouldn't go. She was done. She's very similar to me. When I'm like, no, we're not doing this anymore. I don't want to do it. Well, shocking. I know, it's right? It's a family trait. <laughs> so she returned to rest, and I went to Twin Peaks, enjoyed some twenty-nine degree. 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 <laughs> 
It's a green. There's, there's that summer shandy kicking in. Well, folks. it's not just that. It's it's 29 degree beer. Let's just put it together. 29 degree. It's all it's all the same. Let's shorthand it. We live in the OMG world. Let's shorthand it. <laughs> so I enjoyed that and Periscope once again, which I enjoyed more because, like I said, I was sitting and it wasn't that walking Periscope where it's jerking all over the place, but it's jerking all over. The place. <laughs> <laughs> what were your Periscopes? <laughs> I, I was trying something I new. Was jerking all over the place. <laughs> People seem to like on it. On my periscope. <laughs> oh, shit. Thank you, Alistair. I was not looking forward to doing this. Alistair just makes it so much better. Alistair makes everything better. I make everything better, absolutely. <laughs> He's like the powdered sugar on things. Oh, it just intensifies how good it is. <laughs> So then I headed back down to Excalibur to change for the evening. Once I was done with that, I, I made my way downstairs and eventually met up with John Williams, a.k.a. Kitmat Kid, for some blackjack. Which I, I always forget that that's his Twitter handle. Well, he's the guy. Any of you who know the whole Tempe story, side, side note, <laughs> Tempe is a floating water temperature gauge thing. It's just a little dolphin he's with a, he's sunglasses a, on. He's a thermometer that we have in the pool. Right. And Karen, Karen doesn't like swimming as much as she likes hanging out by the pool, and I love swimming, so I had a... Uh, it felt real enough. Uh, Mark, conversation. Mark was, yeah, Mark was trying to get me in the pool, and he was having a conversation with Tempe about how cool it would be if I was in the pool, but Tempe was talking back. Right. <laughs> and Tempe has a very squeaky, high-pitched voice. Very Cartman-esque when he's talking to his toys. And, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's basically, basically what It Mark apparently said. captured John's imagination because that is his avatar on Twitter, and I love it every time I see it. Mm. So I ended up joining up with him. We played a little bit of blackjack, and then we headed over to uh, Burger Bar, Broadway, or no, uh, not Burger Bar, uh, Broadway, Broadway Burger at uh, New York, New York. And as I said with the review of the trip, this may be the replacement we're looking for. It was fantastic. I didn't record a review with John. I had the opportunity. I should have, but I just completely forgot about it. But I'll definitely be taking Karen back. You're a big fan of uh, burgers. So oh, I love uh, my meat. Yeah. Yep. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up enjoying that, and it's uh, I can't say enough about it. But beyond that, we went down to Link for some video poker at Catalyst Bar, met up with Jamie Martinez and his buddies, met up with my sister for some sibling mockery, and... I promise you, those in attendance enjoyed. Because it was, like you described, it yeah. was like she came up behind me like, oh, hey, immediately just start attacking each other. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> and John just kind of sat back like, well, this is unexpected entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> was Jamie, um, so Jamie was there with his buddy. His wife didn't come this time? No, unfortunately not. Which is kind of funny because he's one of the people that we touch base with to say, what dates do you think would work? Because yeah. we know his wife is a teacher and a teacher's assistant. Whatever it is, her hours are very similar to teachers. And yeah. she got the summer off and whatnot. And uh, but it still didn't work out. But they just had a second kid. I don't know if that's got something to do with it. But yeah, whatever. But uh, it was we, we had a we had a good time, and that was that was Tuesday, one day before the festivities of Epic began. That's what I'm gonna call them, festivities of Epic. They started on on Wednesday. No Thursday. I said one day before. Oh. I ended Which would Tuesday. Be Wednesday. Wednesday's coming up. It's one day before. Oh. Maybe technically two day. Whatever. Okay. So, Vegas Vacation Eve on the Wednesday. What happened? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, what we learned is the night before, Kirk Kerkorian died. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm not going to get into a super long thing, although I've been trying to write this forever. He is a very private gentleman, so documentation of what he's done has only been from public records. But what I can tell you is there are three names you could easily think of as far as casino moguls in Vegas history. 
there is Howard Hughes, Steve Wynn, and Kirk Kerkorian. Kirk Kerkorian is the CEO of MGM International and grew that thing. I mean, he's the guy that created the original International, created the original MGM, like the biggest properties in Vegas of all time. The man died at 98. He is a phenomenal businessman, a great, great guy, and he passed away. So MGM and Aria did marquee tributes to it. I made sure to grab video. We'll post that on, on YouTube as well. But it's one of those things being a big Vegas buff. It really, really, really meant a lot to me to be there when that happened, that I was actually in Vegas the day that, the, or the evening, and then the day of his tribute that, that Kirk Gregorian died. But if, if, unfortunately, I wish I could recommend books for you, but if you recall, one of the things that I use with the donations or the income we get off of uh, our, our Zazzle store or whatever, whatever it is that we do, I'll put it towards show research. And it's hands down the most expensive book that I've ever purchased before because it was so old and out of print. But it's the only thing yeah. I can get my hands on to learn more about Kirk. And even that book, that, that this was before. Kirk, you're on a first name basis. Kirk, I, Kirk? What? I think I've earned it. Mr. Kirkorian? Mr. Kirkorian. The one thing that, well, I mean, this, this book was written before he ever built the MGM Grand that we all know now. As a matter of fact, if I recall, it's shortly after he sold it, or I, I, I don't exactly remember when it is, but it's it's very much his, his early career. So it's before he did Mirage Resorts Takeover. It's before he bought Circus Circus. I mean, as it is, MGM Resorts owns, what, a third of the Strip? Yeah. They're, they're a monster. And, and in the whole economy crash, they're the property that was hours away from bankruptcy and, uh, because they privately financed uh, city centers, the largest privately funded construction project in American history at $8 billion. And they pulled it out, and now they're right back on top again. And it's great fucking company, <laughs> great guy. They pulled it out, and now they're right back on top. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, post a flight. <laughs> Mine is in the gutter. This is good. <laughs> All right. Exactly how Mark's mind works. Right. And I also I do feel partly responsible because I, I find that every time I go to Vegas, somebody dies. And, oh, that's uh, right. Previously, when I checked into the Mirage a few years ago, Michael Jackson died. Now, when I'm in Harris, then Kokorian dies. I feel. <laughs> Part of responsible, I, I feel to blame. I, well, I would say you shouldn't go to Vegas anymore, but yeah, no, keep going to Vegas. Yeah, he was 98. Right, I know, who, right? do we, who do you want to kill off next? Right. Oh, I've got a list. Do we have a hit list? We'll get that to you. We'll get that I'll, to I'll, you. Yeah, I'll get it to you. And Listeners, you can start, please feel it, free. Add it to your daily meditations. It's like, okay, please, I'm getting ready to go. Please tweet us with the person you'd like me to kill next time I'm in Vegas. You know what? We should talk to sports books and find out if they won't put lines on who's gonna die when I had 360 Vegas Vacation 3. Like, Alistair's coming, it's 360 Vegas, someone's gonna die. Who is it? That's funny. <laughs> See if I can't pull some of that off. I'm <laughs> you're going yeah, right in just, the gutter. Innuendo central today, isn't this it, quite this frankly? Is a great show. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> so, it's time to eat. Went to Earl's Sandwich. Can't lose. Can't lose. God damn, I love Earl's Sandwich. I wish they were everywhere. So, beyond that, my little sister obviously couldn't keep up with us. As a matter of fact, to be honest, I think they were hanging out by the pool, which I was really more their speed. <laughs> yeah. So they were they were enjoying the pool, and I found out that Jamie and buddies were hanging out at the bamboo pool at Cosmopolitan. So I was like, one of the cool things that, I, if, if I haven't already said it before, you can still just get into the boulevard pool with your identity club. Just, hey, I'm here, not staying with the property. Just, I have a, I have a player's club card. Oh, welcome, sir. So I went in there. Uh, I, I ended up at some point. I think uh, yesterday or the day before, I had taken my sister to show them the Boulevard Pool and how amazing it was. But so this day, I get in there. I'm wandering around, and for some reason, they told me they were at the Bamboo Pool, but it just didn't click to me. So I wandered around the Boulevard Pool like three or four times, like a fucking stalker, and, and couldn't find them anywhere. And 
and and then and then it clicked that it was bamboo. So I went back to the bamboo and didn't see them there. Well, it just happened to be that they were like, God damn, it's fucking hot out here. We're, we need to. So they out. left. Yeah, they fucking <laughs> left me. So I, I was like, fuck this. I'm leaving. I'm going to go back. Really? And... Really? Was it hot out? Was it Was it hot out? Oh, Alistair. <laughs> was it hot for Alistair? <laughs> really? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, fuck this, guys. I'm not. I'm not. And I figured they might have been in the water. I didn't think that they had gone inside because nobody was replying to any of my texts or anything. And that's the only time I think, like, you don't have your phone on when you're in Vegas. Is you're in the water. But apparently they had gone inside or whatever, whatever it was. It doesn't matter. So I ended up leaving. I'm like, fuck this. I'm getting ready to leave. And, uh, and, and I'm, I'm already down by, uh, I don't think it was as far. I think it was like the Harley Davidson Cafe or whatever. Jamie said something, like text me back and explain what was going on. And said something that, you know, flattered me. So I'm like, well, I was going to tell you to go fuck yourself. But, I mean, when are you going to talk sexy like that? I'm totally coming back. All you got to do is stroke Mark's ego. Right. And he'll be around. <laughs> or many other things. There, there's lots of stroking opportunities. Well, but the... the Ego stroking in public is usually the easiest. You're, oh, Once you're right. You, get, it's, it's you the gotta most, start there before you get to stroke anything failed. else. You can easily get away with that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely the starting point, especially when you, there's a distance between us. So I, I ended up returning there and got to enjoy the, the the kind of the kind of conversations that only happen with epic, awesome people uh, in Vegas. Now here's here's what happened while they were there. Apparently. Somebody threw one of the glasses, the actual glass glasses in, in their room, threw it from like the 34th floor or something like that. And it came down feet from these guys, like hit the ground, shattered. Like they ended up throwing a pillow out, throwing whatever out. So Jamie and friends. Somebody's they, throwing the shit out of their room at Cosmo? Yeah, yeah. They, they, you're going to love this whole story. It's so great. So, I mean, literally, I'm not being sarcastic. They, uh, so nobody got hurt, luckily. Uh, it did it land very close to, to them and a couple other people, and they had relocated them. And, and Jamie and friends thought, wow, that near-death experience. I wonder how fast that glass was falling. So they start putting together, <laughs> like, based on the math, like, let's see, it was probably, like, 7 grams, and it's going to fall 34th floor. So it's probably falling, like, 108 miles per hour when it hits the ground. I'm like, this is the greatest conversation by a pool ever. <laughs> it was so much fun. So... One of the things that they discussed, because, you know, we've talked about this before. Cosmopolitan and those balconies, I, I don't think it gets any better than that. Oh, yeah, no. But one of the reasons why they're the only place that has them is Vegas, for a long time, has been afraid people will kill themselves or they'll throw things at it. I mean, you have a shitty day at the table, lose your whole fucking nest egg. That seems pretty yeah. fucking appealing if you're going to do it. And somebody has jumped from Cosmo Yeah, before. Yeah, people, yeah. I think, I think a total of two so far have, so. have actually done it. But... One, I look at it as, like, survival of the fittest. Oh, it's totally worth it. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, but one of the things that we all said, because they also love Cosmopolitan as well, and and think similar to the way that we think. It's like, don't you fucking ruin this for all of us. None of these other properties have balconies. Don't you fucking ruin yeah. it. Check this out. So they talked to the people around the pool, and they and, and for the same concern. And they said, this is bullshit. Like, people can't be doing stuff like that. And they're like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it. I'm like, what do you mean? Every single balcony has a sensor that lets them know when somebody launches something beyond where they should be so they know immediately what floor it's in they immediately remove them from the property they didn't say they go as far as banning them or anything but uh, like we were all in agreement like you should be banned you should go to the fucking police so these these people that just tossed this glass knew exactly or whatever exactly who it was and threw them out within minutes the that second they figured it out that's awesome i agree cuz i'm like don't ruin these balconies for no us kidding. we don't need to worry about it they find out exactly who it is you're fucking gone get out that's so cool. cool that is cool so fucking cool 
And it also ex probably explains why the, the jockey club has that uh, netting all over there, <laughs> top, of the, top of the building. It's like, yeah, it throwing, does. Stop <laughs> throwing stuff at the jockey club. <laughs> We're trying! <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I went back to Excalibur to change for the evening. I had dinner plans at Stacks, so I met up with yours truly and played some blackjack between then. Yours truly being Alistair. Because mm. you yours truly is normally yeah. in reference to yourself. Well, no. Oh, yours truly. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I met up with been, Alistair, not... Yeah, we did. Because we... Yeah, you met me at the uh, Harris. I was having... I was... Uh, I was having Oysters Rockefeller for lunch, you know, That's as right. you do in Vegas. And we uh, <laughs> death marched all the way down to Excalibur and back up again. Yes. Ooh. He's a trooper. I like this guy. That cries about awesome. the heat, but he's, he's a fucking trooper. <laughs> So yeah, I did, we did obviously stopped at uh, CVS on the way back to uh, stock up on Gatorade. Well, we did need, yeah, we needed to hydrate. <laughs> but so we ended up going down to Mirage, and it's one of those things. Why shows? Because we had we had plans to go see the Frank Show on Wednesday, and and that's why we had the dinner plans with Jamie. I got my sister uh, and and her husband to come down, and they tried the chicken wings, and also agree those lollipop wings are the best. Something. Oh, hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. So we, we get to Mirage, and no, I'm like... Talking about Vegas, you yourself? Go figure. So I'm with Alistair. I'm like, well, it makes sense. Let's just go to Mirage, and we'll play blackjack and, and until it's time. Because, I, you know, I've already got dinner plans. There's no reason to stray too far from it. And it, this is why you and I, now that we've fallen more in love with the gambling aspect of Vegas, why we don't plan shows anymore. Because we were at, Alistair and I were at a super super fun table like one of those things like you didn't want to leave and for some reason I apparently forgot how to fucking add seven and four together Karen because twice twice I did I wave it off or did I just not double down you were just kind of going uh, do, do I do I hit this thing do I do I stand uh, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing it twice but what the hell? because I think so basically the table there is so uh, there's like a married couple, once, you know, the, the wife's on base, uh, sitting on base two, the husband's way over, like, at the end on five. I think they've got a friend sitting on base one, I'm on three, and he's on, you're on four. And I've got a, I think I've got five, six, of course, I'm doubling down on my, my 11. Get to Mark on his four and say, I was like, oh, just like brain fart, something happens to him. Yeah. But like oh. the dealer was looking over at him and the other people, the whole you know, table, and wife going, what are you doing? You've yeah. got 11. And it was so, like, I literally immediately grabbed a $5 yeah. chip, just chucked it at the dealer. I'm like, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I should tip all of you, but I'm not going to. But, <laughs> but in then it his, happened. His sh in his shame, he gave the dealer yeah. a tip. Well, but then it happened again. After the whole table mocked me, I did it fucking again a few hands later. That, that's when you get up, because you have, obviously your brain wasn't working. I right. Well, luckily, luckily I'd was, already. Encouraged. I think what he's doing—he was multitasking, uh, giving his sister a lot of abuse for not being finding him in the mirage quick enough. <laughs> Where the fuck are you? That's right. What the fuck are you doing? Where's that? Where's the fucking mirage? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you. Uh, and then by by the time that they they did they did arrive, you know, Mark's social skills, you know, usual zero. Didn't get an introduction. They just kind of floated the table. He's like, shoots off. We're catching in our chips and just kind of run, runs away. I, I chatted with people. So, uh, I didn't share my well, name no, or anything. But you didn't introduce you did, your No, sister. he didn't introduce me to oh. his sister <laughs> at that point. He just, just, these people shout behind, behind the table and Mark's like, right, okay, they're here. Zooms, you know, just kind of zooms off again. It's like, do you not want to say who I am or? No, don't, don't take it personally, Alistair. He just doesn't think about that stuff at all. He's like, well, I know them, so you must know them. Yeah. Like, what's the problem? But then... And then the other the other thing that funny thing happened at this table as well is that I now have to explain who Mark is to people. <laughs> so if we are anywhere, hold on, let's wait. Say. Why, did, why did you have uh, to? No, explain? no, no. You know, what? I'm not even going to set the stage. Alistair, yes. continue. So what happened was like blah blah. What are you doing in Vegas? Oh, you know, I, I run I run a podcast. He says. And then I then have to explain what 360 Vegas is to these people around the you know, it's, it's internet for the radio thing. And so I have to explain and go through why I'm here, who he is. 
doesn't do any of it himself. Doesn't say, well, I do X, Y, Z. It's like, I have to explain it's, for him. He's making behalf. it sound like I'm like, I'm Mark from oh. 360 Vegas. Tell him who I am, Alistair. It was, yes, you that's know, pretty much it. That's that is not, you fucking liar. That is not what it was. <laughs> you know me. I tried to shut it down. You know, it's like, oh, why are you here? I'm like, yeah, we're here in Vegas. And he volunteered the information that we were there for this whole vacation and I do a show, blah, blah, blah. Don't you fucking lie, you lying yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, because I'm like, well, I'm from London. He's from Memphis. He's right. Well, well, oh, well, that's right. That is how the transaction. You know, why, how'd you get to be friends? Da, da, that's right. So it kind of goes on from that. So but you know me. I, I was like, have I, to, I become his pitch man, effectively. Well, he volunteered to be the pitch man and I appreciated it but you know me I'm like I'm Mark I'm here in Vegas oh well you're not from like he's from England yeah Mark can well it depends on his mood and I'm sure you saw this Alistair there's some days that he will talk your fucking ear off to anybody it doesn't matter who you are and those are the days that he's just like Mr. Clam up is like yes no answers and, and that I'm guessing was the mood that you were in so whether it was because you were hungry you were aggravated waiting for Brandy and Albert I don't there probably was a reason why he was in that Antisocial. I don't want to talk about it. Hon honestly, what it is, I don't like explaining like what I do. Like I, I don't like. It's one of those things. Like as much as we goof around, and I'm like, oh, I'm Mark three six eight. Oh, I'm somebody important. In the real world, I'm not that at all. I don't tell people that I do the show. I, I'll offer them Vegas information, and then I'll, you know, if they. You know, uh, they say, well, how the more. hell do you know so much right. about you Vegas? Right, you know, I'll be like, well, I do an internet radio show. It's a podcast about Vegas, blah, blah, blah. But I won't go into a whole lot of it just because I, I don't want to explain what I do. Or I mean, it's very similar to like how we have some people going, why don't you guys do this? or And I'm like, I don't fucking care what you think. You know, it's, I mean, I want you to try and help the show, but if you're like, oh, I think your laugh sucks, but like, I don't give a fuck what you think about, about my laugh. And it's... To a lesser degree, it's like I just don't. I don't know. It's not embarrassing. But I could I see. No, care. but I could see from Alistair's point of view. While he's like, really, you're not going to tell these people. I've got to explain all this shit. Yeah, I get that. But you know, that's on him. I think the uh, the thing for the trip was like the the line, "Don't you know who I am?" Was literally, "No, we have no clue who you are." <laughs> <laughs> You, you want what? You want a blackjack table? You want, you and want he did craps that the table you're talking about? Uh, no idea who you are. Yeah, he, you did that once before. We were like, I, I remember who it was. You it went was off on Matt. somebody, it's and when... afterwards you were like, I can't believe I was that much. And I'm ass. sure that's probably one of the reasons why it's like I'm never doing that again. I'm not. I, I'm nobody. Like, the people that listen to this show, you think I'm funny or entertaining, but it still doesn't mean I'm fucking important or I'm anybody special. I just do something that you find funny. That's all there is to it. Uh, I mean, I get to leverage it for some cases so we can all enjoy some awesome things, but it's let's let's fucking properly contextualize it. I'm I'm not important. <laughs> I'm I'm a person that goes to Vegas and just knows a bunch of shit and apparently is amusing to multiple some. people. Yeah, something. To some people. Yeah, there's more than one. But <laughs> I said that's why you said some. <laughs> but okay, so. After that, I had to reluctantly step away from the table, and we ended up going to Stack. Had a great fucking time. Beyond that, went on to the Frank Show at Palazzo. This is a comp show that we got for them advertising with us on the show. We ended up giving those tickets out. And uh, so I went with Jamie, and it was good. I mean, we had really good seats. They really, really hooked us up. But <laughs> possibly more entertaining was listening to the people behind us complain about how close the seats were in the theater and comparing them to the seats they had to see the actual Frank Sinatra. Oh, and beyond that... At full volume, Karen. Like the show is starting. Like on, these are these are not nearly as good as as the ones that we had. At, at do you remember when we went through? Like the show started. You should be quiet now. <laughs> no, no, they would they would not stop. Wow. But I mean, it was a good show. I thought it was slow. I thought the set list could have been better. At the end, Jamie and I both agreed. At the end, they did a medley of multiple songs, and it's one of those things. Like, we were like. Geez, why didn't you do these songs? Like the songs you didn't medley, those fucking things. Why don't you do these ones? Yeah. But I mean, you got luck, be a lady. You got comply with me. I, th I think you got comply with me. 
don't know. You got good ones is the point. But I did I did feel it was a bit slow from time to time, but still good. And and if you like Sinatra, I'm sure you'd really really enjoy this. But I mean, it was enjoyable. But I, I now realize my interests are straying away from being forced to to schedule. Yes, yeah. to go. We're gonna do this at this time. Like I don't know what the tables are gonna do. I'm not I'm not fucking scheduling time to go to the show. So uh, I, I feel we're gonna continue and to straight. You clear, also but. can't seem to get your health in line or your drunk in line when you know you do have a scheduled show, as I found out the last trip. Ah, but. That's coming up later. Thank you. It's called foreshadowing, Karen. We learned something about Mark this time, but that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Don't get ahead of yourself. I'm not. Revelations, I'm, 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 folks. I am ripping on the fact that I a show that I really wanted to go see. I really wanted to see it, too. You were so hungover from your 48 really, hours awake that you had to get up and leave in the middle of the I show. really wanted to see it, too. Mm, well, but everything but changed. But you didn't. Karen, everything. But you didn't. Every you didn't. Did you? No. Everything has changed now. Moving this on. trip, this trip, everything has changed. Alistair was a part of the change. It was a magical change. <laughs> uh, it wasn't menopause the musical, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was not, but semi revelatory Hey, I'm not that old. Not right? you. He's talking about the changes I went through. <laughs> so, Mark, oh, oh uh, I think in your case, Mark, it's probably just you just reached puberty. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I think, perpetually stuck as a ten-year-old little boy. So. Sure. Uh, ten. Come on. Hey, hey. Give me 14. I'm at least sexually active at this point. I may have a squeaky voice, but... You were kissing girls on the playground at age four. I don't want to hear about She's it. She's not exaggerating. I was in preschool going, girls, girls have cooties. That sounds awesome. <laughs> how, how do we get these cooties? How do we get them? <laughs> I would like many of them, lots of them. Moving on. <laughs> okay, so it was the big day arrives on the Thursday. Well, no, no, we're not done. After that, uh, after, wait, after the folks, show, they were, still in, they were still an evening to go. In which I didn't participate in because, <laughs> based on the advice of, of counsel and those who know me and this situation Karen is also referring to, I decided to head back to the room. I, initially, I was just going to clean myself up because I had been out in the heat. I was fucking salty and sticky and whatever. I'm like, I just, I, I got to get a shower. So I got back to the room. And was it hot out, Mark? Was it hot out? It was comfortable. It was comfortable <laughs> out, Alistair. But still, I mean, it, it, my body reacts in weird ways to comfortable things. So what are you going to do? I moved back to the room, decided to call it a night because I knew what I was about to do to myself with the vacation starting the, the following day. So I decided to rest up while my inner 30s were, my, my inner early 30s <laughs> were screaming at me calling it an early night. But I still did. Well worth it because what is about to happen. Okay, so the big day arrives on the Thursday. So 360 Vegas Vacation 2, day number one. There we go. Now, I will be honest. While I always try to remind myself whenever we do stuff like this, nerves still kicking at some point. I mean, it's what's really reassuring. And any of you who had the opportunity to meet me can attest to is that the guy that you hear on the show is 100% the exact same guy that you're going to meet. So anytime any kind of stress really kind of kicks in, the great thing about it is I just have to remind myself, like, just be you. Like, literally... 100% balls out, rude, aggressive, foul-mouthed you. That's, that's, they're going to be disappointed with anything else. So, uh, But I was still getting a, and a bit nervous. And I also was a little afraid of the whole drinking thing because, as Karen alluded to, when, when I'm still doing everything right, I'm properly hydrating, I'm resting a whole lot, it, it's, it's been an issue in the past. Like uh, the 21-hour gambling trip, minus the sleep, I, uh, you know, I was hydrating. I was doing what I should have been doing, and it, and it still hit me. So I was afraid. 
And I, I headed down to Link, reached out to my well, wingman, Tony and, and Alistair. Yeah, and part of it, so you frequently I don't have you. get nervous in social situations. And although it's hard to believe, like, once you get to know Mark, but especially when there's, like, a, a pressure situation, you know that folks are going in with an expectation you get nervous. And, right. and I think that's, it's reasonable because I think anybody does a little bit, but, um, and, and quite honestly, I think the other part of this is there's still a little, there's a level of amazement that people plan a vacation right. around coming to meet you. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, try not trying to be, well, I mean, it is, it's a humble statement, but the, the thought that folks, you know, are traveling from wherever specifically to hang out is sometimes a little overwhelming. Well, Alistair made a really, really good point about this. When you compare Vimp to what I do, it's a little different because Vimp is kind of a performance. So you can get nervous before you step in front of people and do a performance. Mine is the almost the exact opposite. It's yeah. like they're coming to hang out with me, not yeah. to see what I'm going to do, to specifically interact with me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it got a it, it got a bit intense. So and, I, I. And so part of that too is because you and I do pretty much everything together. That to be honest with you, that's what really kicked in. I'm like, yeah. I don't have kids. Like I reached out to Tony Alster, like I need you guys. I'm I'm not exaggerating. I really fucking need my wingman as soon as possible. Yeah. So I ended up going down the link, had a couple drinks, which of course helped. But as soon as those guys got there, I could feel the, the calm kind of coming over me. Because like, you're like, all right, I'm not on my own. I well, yes, yes. I mean, that's to be honest with you, that's really the what's so important about the, the wingman concept anyways. Is like, let's say in a worst case scenario, even if it's just your mind kind of playing tricks on you, like, what if everybody sucks? What if, what if everyone, I'm like, I hate all of you people. Like, okay. <laughs> and I'm stuck with you for the next few yeah, days. Yeah, I know I love Tony and Alistair. So beyond that... I mean, and I love a shit ton of you. Don't make it sound like that. But it's, but I know Tony. I know Alistair. And it's like, okay, so I definitely know these amount of people here. Because yeah. it was that, like, Skyler well, Rocks and, and his wife. Yeah, uh, so Rob uh, was there. Jamie was there's there. There's a lot of people yeah. that I knew. And it, and it just helped being around them. We've also seen outside, outside yes. of Vegas and outside of... Any official you know, like, event in, in, kind of a thing. In the real world, for lack right. of a better yeah, yeah. thing. So... Um, but yeah, so I completely understand, and, and Alistair, I, I hope you you know and appreciate how much that meant to, to Mark that you were, you know, not only just there for Vegas vacation, but the whole trip. I mean, when you guys were hanging out, but yeah. um, I I appreciate you keeping him calm so he didn't like jump off the balcony. <laughs> right. I oh, oh yes, we, we will come to that in, in shortly. Or uh, yes, <laughs> I, I, I do I do a when we start when we start filling in the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I send I get so nervous I send out just this one tweet like event's over. <laughs> Everybody go home. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah, so we were playing, so we, we kind of uh, met Mark at 35.35, and I think Tony basically started to proceed to go through the entire cocktail menu. Oh, it was playing, amazing. Playing video poker. Because this is a, that's a whiskey bar. It's that really sweet-looking bar. That like going, going through, like, reading it or going through, like, trying like, them? Like, try, oh, him no, and trying Alistair. Like, Don't you fucking sell yourself short, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Alistair was doing it, too. They were both sampling lots of variations. <laughs> but in a good way. They were tasty. Most, from my understanding, most were tasty. I was following the intelligence that you've uh, imparted on me, which was I started with beer. I'm not. I know what I have to do for the rest of this day. Yeah. I'm not dicking around with nope. with fucking hard liquor. I'm sticking nope. with, with beer. So, while they enjoyed fancy drinks, I, uh, I, you, I enjoyed you know, we had the fancy things with with fruit in them. Right. Stuff. <laughs> they had fruit in them, really. So, uh, well, I mean, it's a mixologist. I mean, it, it's a, it's a whole thing. But I thought you get you said they were going through like the whiskey and stuff. Well, no, no, no. it's 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 whiskey. Is it whiskey or is it what what is, what is yeah, thirty? Yeah, there's all sorts. It's basically it's it's a cocktail bar. It's 
normally it's like it's a three dollar up charge if you have if you're playing you know full full pay. Oh yeah, yeah. Poker so and, if you're playing like video poker and you still want these drinks, it still costs you like they're like well you only have to pay two bucks, but you still have to pay because yeah. they're that high oh, quality it's, it's drinks. Oh, it's really the top yeah. shelf yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's real good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, until unless, you, unless you go during happy hour when there's no upcharge, which is like three to five in the afternoon, which is good as well. So, which uh, unfortunately is like just before the the whole thing started with, right. with the vacation. So now while we were there, Tony had the amazing idea of building up anticipation. Tony's like my sounding board now. That guy just gives me the fucking greatest ideas ever when it comes to stuff. Or at least he properly strokes the shit out of my ego. And I'm like going, oh my god, it's great, Tony. I should do that. <laughs> but, but Tony came up with the idea because you know me, I'm very punctual. And, yeah, we and, are. And it, it starts it, at and one. It drives us crazy when people are late. But Tony was like, you know, we're having a good time, we're chit chatting, uh, I'm getting I'm getting psyched up for it. And Tony's like, so when are we leaving? I'm like, well, I mean, the thing's at one. I'm like, you're not going to arrive at one. I mean, it's, they're here to see you. You got to let them get there first. And then it, and it, the anticipation just adds to it. I'm like, oh my God, you're oh, right. He really was stroking your uh, ego, wasn't they, he? They did come to see me, didn't they, Tony? <laughs> We're totally driving late. <laughs> but I thought it was going to be a cute idea because I said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to show up late, and then I'm going to start periscoping that we're on our way. So people are there going, oh, he's coming. He's on his way. However, we were in Link, <laughs> and I have AT&T, <laughs> and it's work. a dead zone. So there was no no periscoping opportunity there. But we did arrive late, and it was it was still totally worth it. We, we had I still got the reaction we were looking for. Um, God damn it. It was so much fun. So while we were there, we're all meeting up with everybody, and I mean, it was fucking exciting. Like we got, like if you thought the first one, as far as personalities, and I'm sure the first one we were still shy. It's the first time we'd well, ever done anything. Yeah, the first one, the first meetup was a little different because, you know, we, you and I knew Matt, but that was really it. We well, right. Well, we knew Tony. Uh, we had met Tony. We yeah. we didn't know Alice. I'm not going to try and ramble through everybody. We didn't know most well, no. of the people so, there. So a lot of it was trying to be like, oh, okay, you're this guy, and again, these were. Um, well, if you recall, we had, I, I we put it right Twitter. off the bat where I'm like, I, I'm not going to remember your name. I'm just going to refer to you as your Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all true. there is to it. Yeah. Although Alistair, I got really quickly. <laughs> well, it's, the name's Alistair. How fucking hard is it to remember that? That was awesome. Yeah. So I, while we were there having a great time, oh, my God, Yardhouse fucking loved us. Like, was it you, Alistair, that said that you heard somebody asking about that group outside that was really loud and having a great time? Somebody said something about, are they leaving soon? And the waitress was like, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and we were there for like two hours. Were you annoying the people around you then? I think they were just curious because it was clear that we all knew each other and we were all having a great time. They were just kind of like, who are these well, people? Well, and it wouldn't on? have looked like a bachelor party because they were both guys well, yeah, and exactly. girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, quite honestly, a very diverse mix of people. Absolutely, so. yeah. Yeah, but it, it's like this time, I, I, like I said, I'm sure it's because the first time we didn't know as many people. But this time, it's like the people I didn't know are the people that, you know how when you're in high school or whatever, you make friends with what you've got. It's just there. And then once you get to college, you know a little more about yourself. You know what your likes and dislikes and whatnot. And you find those people that match that. Yeah. It was almost like they just gravitated. They were like, I like you. Oh, I like you too. <laughs> like, this is so cool. So, it, yeah, right off the bat, it was like, oh, it's phenomenal. We actually have a letter that we're going to share with you later in the show that really sums it up better than I could ever articulate it. So we'll move on from there. One of the things that we did do once again, conversating with Tony, is initially we were going to do a cabana, but because EDC, it was ridiculously expensive. So we started talking about, uh, we had rescheduled Planet Dailies. And we're like, oh, let's go there at 1030. And then the show just before the vacation started, 
Scott made the joke, uh, so you're going to be at Plaindale's by yourself. I'm like, what are you talking about? Everybody's going to go to Plaindale's. Like, it's 1030 in Vegas after yeah. day, day There's one. no fucking right. way. So I was like, oh, my God, am I going to be the only one there? <laughs> I got really scared. So one of the first things I said when I got there, like, okay, so Planet Dailies, who's actually going? Third quarter of the people, maybe. I'm like, okay. All right, so here's what we're going to do. <laughs> thank, thank you, Tony, for your advice on this. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to call them and tell, you, tell them X amount of people are going to be there. Odds are I won't. All right, so you enjoy that. I'll meet up with you afterwards. <laughs> so we, we touched base on a couple other things, Twin Peaks, whatnot, because... The one thing I told everybody at, at the vacation, one thing that Twin Peaks did that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, except when we do these vacations, one of the things that I pride myself in is I, we've experienced things where we're like, this is amazing. You guys have to experience this. And that's how we decide what we're going to do for events or where we're going to eat and whatnot. So I really, really wanted to take them to Twin Peaks. And Twin Peaks, instead of the other restaurants where like the only concessions they would make was, well, we can't put everybody on the same bill. Can you do separate? No, we can't, we can't do separate bills. We're going to have to put everybody on the same, which on a side note, all the properties still did separate checks. Yeah. It was awesome. Nice. But some of them had said, well, can we put it all on the same? Like, we're adults. We know math. We can, we can do that. If that's what we need to do, we understand we're a large group. We get it. So I touched base with them to find out uh, because um, Twin Peaks was like, okay, so you're going to have X amount of people and we're going to guesstimate that you're going to spend this much. So we're expecting this much. So sign this piece of paper and if they don't spend that much, you're going to take, you know, we're gonna, you're going to pay the difference. And I'm like, I really yeah, want, no. I really want you guys to go to Twin Peaks. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And the only reason I ended up, you did hold on. The only reason I ended up signing it is because I said, listen, I don't know. I explained how the, how our meetups work. I'm like, I could have 20 people with me, and in two hours, I have four because it's Vegas. Anything can happen. Right. So they said, okay, listen, we've got this document here. This is how much we're guesstimating. It's a paperwork thing we're doing. Let me know the day before how many people you actually expect. We'll readjust that contract because we don't want you to have to pay anything extra. But it's just the way that we do business. So I figured out who was going to what, touch base with them, gave them proper numbers. I didn't get charged anything extra. Everything worked out fine. But it, it's only because they're 29-degree beer and that phenomenal food that I'm like, I, I don't want to fuck you guys out of this. But to be honest with you, moving forward, if a property does something like that to me, I think it's going to be like, listen, I can direct these people anywhere. There's lots of great places. So we can either just do this or, I, I mean, I'm not signing your fucking contract right. moving forward. But. So we ended up getting those numbers. I start firming up some details, uh, talking about the audibles. And then after that, we moved over to O'Shea's for Blackjack. Now, originally we had uh, plans to play some, some video, or not video poker, uh, what was it? Um, beer pong. Beer pong. And we started hearing, well, hold on, hold on. We were taking Brian's advice, and what we were going to do is have the beer on the side and just use cups of water because those ping pong balls were bouncing all over that disgusting yeah. floor. Oh, we're not drinking liquid that one of those disgusting ping pong balls fell into. So we, we had a whole plan. And then I think it was Joey Gibson, and I actually think it was several people, mentioned about how they had tried beer pong for the first time in Vegas and had plans to do this and that and that and this, and blah, 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 and play beer pong and got so fucked up that nothing else happened. So for me, going, this is the second event of this day. Like, <laughs> uh, we're, we're bailing. We're bailing. We're not, we're not going to do it. So instead, we went and played blackjack, got our fucking asses handed to us. Um, but Tony was very amusing, and we immediately started grouping. Everybody's getting together talking about Vegas fun, this happened, blah, blah, blah. So it, immediately, everybody's clicking, having a good time. So even though we were getting our ass kicked, you know, once we cleared the tables, we were able to just entertain ourselves enough. So after that... We grabbed the limo at the Pork Shore at the link. Well, slightly before that, what we, we you actually attempted to do uh, some slot races. And this is where the, the cat's herding came in. Because obviously Mark 
very short attention span, shoots off into the casino. Everyone else is kind of just meandering slowly, trying to follow him. I remember this now. Disappears. <laughs> Cannot find him anywhere. So I'm like, Stay like one you people, second you event people just stay here around these, these machines here. Well, I'll go and find Mark over here somewhere else and couldn't find a damn person. Which makes sense. Wait, uh, you, I, he's absolutely right. I'm a fast walker. And if I knew, uh, or I, I, I knew what I was looking for. So I'm, I'm just scouring everything. What's going on? No, they don't have him over here. No, oh, we're going over here. We're going. And they were with me for a second. <laughs> and then yeah, I kind of lost them. He was com completely breaking the elasticity of the group. So yeah. you only stretch this chain of people so far before it disintegrates. You know, yeah, uh, he's not good about that. When he decides, no. all right, we're going to do this. Well, I'm, I'm thinking now. I'm taking care of everybody. I'm like, oh, yeah, they got to find what's going on here. What's going on? You know those, you know those, you know this culture, you put reins on them? Yes. Uh, that's no, what I you're want not putting a kid leash. I've had this conversation. You're not fucking putting a kid leash on me. Like, I am putting leash. reins on you, Mark. You're not so putting you a kid leash on me. You're not doing it. No. I love you. No. We're not doing it. <laughs> so I have wanted it kind to. Of eventually, eventually what happened. So Mark sort of, there's a group of people that was hanging around the Catalyst bar. And then the, the other half was around 35, 35. And then eventually we kind of managed to get everybody to uh, 5 o'clock to get in the limo. So it's, eventually uh, we did get the group all back together again. It's funny you said that because Neon Vacation posted a... A, uh, or he shared a, a photo of us, and he said, "Well, you know, I, I told everybody I was going to title this the quest for Mark or finding Mark or whatever." <laughs> and everybody's looking at their phones and stuff, and I'm like, "Where was I? That you guys were looking for me?" <laughs> Jesus. Welcome to my world. Makes people. way more sense now. <laughs> so I think I basically have one message saying, "I'm a catalyst." Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> So couldn't, couldn't find the slot machine, so he just said, well, fuck it, I'm going to get a beer. They all better come to find me. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I blame Tony. Like, they're all come to me. <laughs> so after that, we then go to the Link Pork Shore and hop in the limo. And very different from the original experience because, well, like, the first time I felt like we were kind of bullied. Like, it was like, you got to get in here. We got to get down here. And I, I didn't, you know, I, just rookie mistakes is really what it boils down to. So when I when I worked with this company, I very specifically was like, you know, can I play music from my from my phone? You know, I've got a whole playlist that we want to play. You know, we want to tour the strip. We want to do a circle. Is that an issue? You know, I'm already paying for a fucking hour. There's no way it's going to take an hour to get us down there. Right. Let's do a lap on that. They did all of it. It was amazing. And even better, like I brought the connection from my phone so we could just plug it into the whatever MP3 product. No, no, the limo had Bluetooth. Nice. So I just linked to it, played it. The playlist was fucking a huge hit. The limo oh, was hold an on. amazing. Time. Alistair, he says the playlist was a huge hit. Alistair, huge hit. Alistair. It was enormous fun. Yes, it was It was great. Thank you. We all was had it? a really good time with it, yeah. And I, I don't mean to challenge, but sometimes you have this romanticized idea in your head of what's going on, and it's like, hey, you're having fun. Was everybody else? No, no, people fun? were literally dancing in the limo. It was pretty awesome. Well, 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 Tony was literally dancing in the limo. No, 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 no. There were others. There were others. I saw hips grinding. I saw them. Right. <laughs> bear, bear in mind, it's like a, there's like a four foot. Uh, oh yeah. You know, oh, there was like no. A, it was like the tiniest stripper pole <laughs> yeah, it was, imaginable. Yeah. It was quite. It was quite. It, it was. It wasn't the same size. I mean, you could stand up in the limo we had in the first one. Yeah. No, not this one. <laughs> you couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, it looked a little short. Yeah, it, it was a little short. But it, like the tour of the strip, like it, there was at least one instance if not twice where we all kind of shut up and just watched like, oh my god look it's this strap driving down it <laughs> so much fun <laughs> but while we were in the limo we discovered Lone Star Light thanks to Joey Gibson and apparently a high end tequila that I was smart enough to stay clear of, although I was on the breaking point. Oh my god, I was so fucking close to taking one. They, they had tequila? They had tequila with it. Well he had a nice little uh, satchel of, of it was, beverage it with was, it. Joey and the Magic Cooler. That's all I can say. <laughs> really? Stuff just kept coming out of it. It was so Stuff good. just kept coming out of that cooler. Like, what the earth is coming out next? But it was so good. Like, that Lone Star Light was fantastic. And then Tony, uh, you know, uh, 
not apparently learning from mistakes that I've learned where I'm like, oh. Wait, how did you guys all do shots? Were you chugging out of the bottle? Or oh, they brought, brought little tiny shot classes oh with them. God. Yes, it was great. It was great. So Tony, of course. So you did a shot of tequila. No, 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 no. I didn't, although I won't lie to you. They're passing them all, and I'm like, no, no, no. Everybody's got one. Okay, I'll have one while they're, while they're shooting. Oh, now it's over. So let's all not right, do good. it. Oh, we're so fucking Because close. you and tequila is not a good, you're not allowed to do shots when you're not it's supervised. So and no offense, close. Alistair. I, I wouldn't ask you he, to supervise that. So he was a very good boy. He did turn. I did see him turn down that shot. He did pass it around. Okay. Although Tony thought, "Fuck this shot, tumbler, bitch, tumbler of tequila." <laughs> well, no, yeah. Well, Tony basically had a road cocktail. It's like he just took this. He took the glass from 35-35. He took the 30, glass. Yep. Oh, geez. The tumbler from the bar. Yes. Still containing ice. That's finished his cocktail. Took it on on the uh, into the uh, limo. And so, of course, when the tequila comes out, he's got a massive glass full of tequila. He, uh, Joey was heavy-handed. I won't lie to you. <laughs> Tony refused to be. That explains because you guys ended up at the D, right? We did well. First, first we went to Nacho the Daddy. Dancing. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. it's just dancing because that man's handsome and got rhythm. I don't know. I agree with either of those statements. Said, said rhythm could be in debate. <laughs> but, <laughs> so before that, we did this epic tour. We had a great fucking time. Ended up going to Nacho Daddy, and we got even rowdier. But they were remarkably accommodating. Like I said, they did everybody split checks. We were, it was at the, the beginning of getting out of control. <laughs> and Nacho Daddy was very accommodating. For so by this we, point. We moved all the tables around to make a lovely U shape. We moved all the tables around. They had tables ready for us. We didn't like the setup. Oh my God. <laughs> Like this is not social enough. We yeah. need to like we can't have people kind of in, in little groups. Let's build a massive U. <laughs> so like getting around a big medieval table. Yes, I think we table. we made a we made a C. U. <laughs> a U? Oh U. What a same so it, it's no curve. Depending but. on which angle you looked at, it was a C or a U or an N. <laughs> or a lowercase N. There right. You. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> so beyond that, we moved. So we were obviously one letter short then, Mark, weren't we? If we had a C, a U and an N. <laughs> you could have made it. <laughs> All you needed was a tea. <laughs> All right, so. I love you so goddamn. I love you so much. <laughs> be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. You could be mine. I think I'm doing the song wrong. It's Top Gun. I'm surprised you know that. <laughs> Yeah, the look on my face right now, folks, is kind of like, what All right. are you talking about? Post-dinner, we moved over to the D for slot races. Now, again, you shot off out straight out of Snatcho Daddy. Did I yeah. really? Stopping you. Oh, that's right. I do. Hey, listen, I'm a leader Where'd it go again? Was of like, people. We, we, there, were, there were 12 people here before. We've now got I, six. No, 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 no. Hold on. I slowed up. All right. I slowed up. I, I definitely had speed patches, but I slowed up and kept looking behind Most me. Most people, though, especially when they've already consumed the amount of alcohol that they have, you speed up when you're drunk. This is a Most fact. people slow down. No, that's 100% a fact. Yeah. So, I can totally see you being like, alright, we're going. Move. And expecting well, everybody to go at your pace. The funny you thing is, I, I think this, and correct me if I'm wrong, Alistair, I think this might have been the time where I told you what Karen does when I start doing this, which is just oh, grab yeah. my shirt and pull back. Yeah. Or <laughs> Sleep tugging. Yeah. yeah, or something. So it, it's not it's not quite the leash, but um, it, it works just the same way. Just remind me I'm at a level that's far more yeah. fast than It, it works the same way. You just grab it and be like, slow down. So I was like, feel free to touch me however you need to to slow me down, Alistair. <laughs> if, only, if only he had hair. <laughs> Yeah. What, like a, can't you like grow a nice ponytail or something? And we just yeah. kind of oh, no. 
Yeah, he... Yeah. Like, like a man bun or something? <laughs> man bun. I'm not a Buddhist. It's not going to look right. It's going to look goofy. Silly. So, beyond Nacho Daddy, we went down to the D. Now, we originally tried to work with the D to get us a comped reserve craps table, but they only have two, so they told us they couldn't. They could only do... Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, they, they could only do the reserved uh, uh, slot races. However... To our surprise, when we showed up, there was a virtually empty... Now, I'm not saying they had one waiting for us. I'm just saying, in all honesty, we really did just get lucky that one of those tables was dead empty. So we fucking locust the shit. We just descended upon this. Absolutely. We took it over. And that is where, I believe it was it was John Williams that captured Tony's sweet, sweet moves uh, at the <laughs> table. We had a blast. Oh, my God. We had a blast. It was so much fun. So, And it was $5. Fucking $5 at that point. Yeah. It's the D. They're awesome. Now, we kind of shocked the D people that I was working with because they emailed me, like, I don't know, got to be 45 minutes later, and they're like, I thought you guys were coming for slot races. We're like, no, no, no. Remember that table you couldn't get us? We found one. It's ours. We'll be up when we're done. <laughs> they're like, oh, great. You're spending more money with yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so once we were done with the table, the slot races began, and as usual... It drew a crowd. and we, I can imagine. We periscoped the shit out of that, and people loved it. The same thing happened in the first one. People coming over like, what are you guys doing? We're explaining yeah. to them, like, this is the coolest idea ever. And even at one point, like, it was funny. Uh, Derek and Nicole had kind of kind of somehow let me know, or I needed to go talk to them. Whatever it was, I, I, I stepped aside once or twice to go chat with them. And they wanted to come over and meet everybody at the uh, the craps table, or at least I, I was like, everybody would love to meet you guys. This would be great. And they're like, the owner coming to a hot craps table. Not a good yeah, idea. Yeah, we're not doing that. There's no way we're going to do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. I didn't think about that. I'm just, you know, just if you find time, I know these guys would get a real kick to be able to, to be able to chat with a casino owner. It'd be, right. it'd be really, really cool. So we're doing slot races, and eventually Derek comes up, and he's like, this is the coolest idea ever. <laughs> This is so much fun, and every uh, those of you who have not tried slot races, actually, I'm not even going to spoil it. We literally have a letter coming up that says it better than I could ever say it. It's yeah. fantastic. Slot races are so much. It fun. It is fun, and it's oh, so yeah. much fun. So, uh, so who won? Who were like the so big many winners? people? Well, I think well, I think we've got to kind of do a bit more an explanation on, on the whole slot races thing. Oh, so we have, this is why you're here, buddy. I, I, fa I found these machines. I, I'm claiming credit for these particular machines. <laughs> so it's basically six machines all kind of you know back to back in a circle. Yep. And all running off a, a progressive. Yeah, yeah. And so the great thing this time is we all put like twenty dollars in this time. Which well, they were nickels we put like too. Five before. Oh, we, wow. we couldn't and find we couldn't find quarters. It was nickels, so it took longer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's what made it more fun because it took us a long time to actually. Really? Work our so way you through. did think that somebody had told me they're like, oh, it just seems like it's too long. I'm glad you told me that. So you do you do, and I'd love to hear from everybody else. Did you like playing that long? Because that was a concern. I'm like, are we really dragging this out, or is this? We did about we did five rounds. We did five rounds, five rounds yeah. of it, and we were having a blast on that one. It was ridiculous. But the great thing is the machines were very. They were a good machine to do it on because it would do things like it would sort of freeze and shift the reels around a bit, so you couldn't be pulling. You could sometimes you could hit, 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 and pull, hit, hit, pull. Right. The machine would stop and do things and waste your time <laughs> to kind of stop you losing money. And then when it went into the you know the nickel mania and this the you know, this the reel started spinning and the music started playing, you know someone just had a big win. You could tell people laughing on the other side going, ah, oh, you've just pushed your points up. 
Right. So the whole atmosphere of you know the, these machines were just like the perfect slot racing machines. Because that because is they were the, just, just messed you up. That's the funniest thing when you hit a big bonus and people are like, "Damn it!" <laughs> well, you can hear people hitting bonuses. You can hear yes. this thing go, and you know someone just cracked a big bonus. So that is fun. the best part about yeah. It's Ugh. and the louder the machines are too, and the more people are yelling. I, I know Jamie Martinez keeps telling me I didn't come up with this idea. I saw it online. The fact of the matter is, you told me about it. Yeah. We shared it with everybody else, and it's a huge part. And I will never be able to thank you enough for sharing that idea with us because it's my it's god, so, it's it, fun. It's so simple, but it's so much fun. Well, and I finally got to partake. If you recall, the last vacation, my shoulder was you still had fucked the up, arm. so I couldn't play yeah. it. So I got to actually play this time. Oh, god damn, it's fun. So, so, we had, you... so we had really good drink service as well. So as well as trying to, you know, oh, just that's be right. I forgot. Distract, being, as well, being distracted by the machines, you had to like tip the waitress who was also stopping you from losing your money. That's so right. I completely <laughs> forgot no, about that. They the were great. No, no, no. Like <laughs> we, there was, you know, people who couldn't play. Obviously, I'm periscoping. People are taking pictures or whatever. They were just serving all of us. Like, no, no, no. We know you're all here. That's we don't care. Here, here's awesome. your, your so. God damn! Thank you, D. That was fantastic. So, so you did five rounds. So was it like the winners of the first four rounds, or no, just no, no, no? Each in? round, whoever the winner was, then we just started over. Got it. Do you remember so, who won, Alistair? Oh, Mike for the win won twice. Wow! You won like seventy-five bucks. <laughs> it was like it was some crazy amount. Yeah. Uh, who else do we have? There, there were definitely. Uh, so this is why I've got my notes go to bit to pot on this one about who won this. But I think in the final round, there was the win got about sort of nearly like forty-five dollars. Wow. It was like a really good win. So nice. I just hit, because I think on my last round, I was down to about sort of 50 credits, and it was a massive win. It took me way over 200 credits. So I'm giving somebody at least, you know, $30 of my money. <laughs> like, oh, God damn it. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. Now, unfortunately, post-slot races, Alistair, once again, as you have colored this episode so far from things I don't remember, I have no idea what happened after the slot races. <laughs> so we basically, we, we kind of went downstairs and we played uh, uh, blackjack. So Scott turned up, so we were playing on the table for, for a little while. I was obviously sort of babysitting Tony, but uh, <laughs> Scott, was, Scott was enormous fun to play blackjack with because the way he would kind of scrape the table to get the, another car from the dealer, just like oh. furiously scratching, he would just scratch the table. Yeah, obvious, obviously like, this doesn't uh, fit the medium very well, but to explain to Karen, this is how Scott will hit, he'll go. <laughs> he basically, let me try and articulate it. He'll, he'll put all his fingers on the table at, at one point and then drag them backwards for a really long period of time. So it wasn't like a quick or, little scratch, scratch. Like yeah, it wasn't a like you have had. It's like, or he would do it like a hamster. If you can like, imagine a hamster kind of grasping at stuff, he would just <laughs> try, to bury, try to bury himself into the table. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So he would just do it sort of really, really slowly or really, really quickly. And uh, because I was I was losing quite badly, he's, he offered to rub my chips on his chest in order to, to, get, to get my to, to impart more luck. Did it work? <laughs> Into my, it did actually work a couple times. His <laughs> hair, because he was he was doing really well, and then he was like, did, we did not see the famous double down on on a blackjack, unfortunately. Although he did he did hit a blackjack, but it was no double. I think down. he was probably afraid. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, so disappointed I missed it. Scott is a trip. It's so funny. So uh, I then had to, so I left you two there. I had to, like, take Tony back to, because obviously Tony, you know, tequila to the eyeballs. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. I, you know, I had to, like, taxi him back to the strip because it's, it's, I think, you know, his wife had just, had just flown in uh, as well. So, oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. So I was basically taking Tony, you know, having to get Tony uh, into a cab, uh, take it back to the strip to be reunited with his wife. <laughs> Were you handed over because to Because he was, he was deeply duties? concerned. So there was kind of random text messages coming backwards and forwards, I think, in the, in, in, the, uh, in the limo saying, you know, the tequilas came out. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do these people not know what they've let themselves in for? 
She, I say she's been married to him for a while. She knows. Oh. <laughs> that's awesome. And so that's kind of so we, we kind of uh, had sort of said, uh, had a chance to say a quick hello to the, to uh, to Jen, and then uh, that was pretty much it for that night. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what I I mean. Obviously, I made it back to the strip, I mean, and I'm sure it's I'm sure it's one of those things like it, it's great to say, oh, you blacked out, you don't remember what happened. Like I'm sure it's so dumb and mundane that it's like I don't remember hailing a cab and riding it back to my room and then going to sleep. Like so, I, I'm sure it's probably what happened. Not nearly as dramatic, but so there you go. Day one. Day one. Sounds Thanks. like a fantastic time. It, it was so much fun, seriously. I mean, that, that made, for me, the, you know, the slot races were just the most incredible amount of fun. And we, we all seem to be having a really good time. So, uh, yeah, super highlight. So, so let, me, right. let me contrast that with what I was doing on Thursday. <laughs> Here we go. So after, you know, being locked in a room with a bunch of um, the, the Luma guys, which I can't even explain what these people are. They call themselves, um, no, no, never mind. I'm not going to the Lumaniacs. Anyway, <laughs> they're nuts. They're like these like team. they're like these big thinkers. So they're all really quirky and weird, and they try to get you to do these abstract stuff to work through problems. Which yeah. sounds interesting, but by the end of the day, your head just hurts. Right. Um, and so then, the end of the day, these are the people that do Lumosity, that app. I don't know. Brain challenging exercises. I'll that's, bet you it is if you consider. Question. Yeah. I'll have to look. Either that or they rip the name off. But um, whatever. They're. I mean, but they're a consulting firm, so companies hire them out to. You know, analyze problems and think strategically and okay. all shit, which is what they're trying to teach us how to do. And I think they failed miserably. <laughs> hilarious. Um, but so our our final night event was going to a glass blowing demonstration. Cause apparently, that's really big in Seattle. And I will say this: it ended up being way more fun than I was expecting it to yeah. be. The glass. Just watching it, or did you interact? Oh with it? no, no. Well, yeah, oh, we were watching. <laughs> we were watching, but the guy that was leading the demonstration, um, his name was Bob. And Bob was probably about six foot four. Um, I think he had, uh, he'd lost all but three teeth. Um, didn't An authentic experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, hadn't, <laughs> hadn't shaved in, in probably, you know, a couple days. And had, uh, I felt oh, really bad for the folks that were sitting behind him because when he would sit down to work the glass blowing, you could see the plumbers crack pretty Oh, but the Bob. but where it so went downhill. Was, was was he blowing? It was like creating crack pipes in his spare time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, so so where this all went, he started the demonstration. And I'm convinced that he did this on purpose. So so there's one like huge hot kiln that stays at like 1,200 degrees, and it's that's got the molten glass in it. It stays melted all the time, and so then you load up the glass, you pull it out, but then you go to these cooler kilns that are still really hot, but you use that to soften the glass while they're doing the blowing and doing the shaping and stuff. Um, and he, he started the demonstration by saying, so these these kilns that we use are called the glory hole. And, <laughs> yes! and from there, the, the guy, so I'm sitting next to another um, participant in this program, and I'm sitting next to the guy that runs it who is retiring at the end of the year. Like, where they, they asked him to stay. So this guy stay. doesn't give a fuck at this point. Yeah, so, so they asked him to stay on to run through our, our class, our program. Um, so he's sitting next to me, and I, so the, the guy on my left and I just start. No way my, my gorgeous wife yeah, can't no. giggle. Oh, it wasn't giggling. I was laughing so hard. We had, <laughs> me, and, me and Eric were doing all these little um, jokes to see how we could expand on what he was saying. And, oh, and David, the guy that's leading the program sitting next to me at one point goes, says, because there were three of the different smaller kilns, and he goes, so do you have a favorite glory hole that you, <laughs> that you like to use? And at that point, I, I mean, 
It went. I was laughing so hard I was crying. That so, is awesome. So that was that was the fun way to we ended. But it was it, yeah. It got so bad. I've never been that inappropriate with coworkers <laughs> before. Um, so yeah, that was fun. So not quite as fun as Vegas. Well, but that's good to hear that you did have some fun while you were there. We, you know, and I did. I mean, it was it is a lot of work, but right. they, um, you know, we got to go see Pike's Market, which is where they. Throw the, the fucking fish. fish. It's yeah, which is a lot smaller than you think than it looks. Is it is it impressive as you see it on TV? It's not impressive on TV. I didn't. All I got to see them toss was like a, a bottle or something. Like you, so, somebody has to buy a fish in order Linda, for them to chuck toss one. it. Yeah. Right. So people are standing around waiting for somebody to buy the fish, and nobody's buying the fish. Um, I guess it seems. But the market, Pike's Market, was awesome. That was cool. Oh really? Oh yeah. There's all you could find anything and everything there from. You know, fresh produce to flowers to. So this is like Travel Channel, stuff. where you see like this little shanty town, or I guess not a shanty town. It's, it's like a, a bazaar. It's, it's, like it's a bazaar kind yeah, of. Yeah, I mean it's a building okay. um, that's on the waterfront, but it was really cool. So um, no, we did that, and there's we had some phenomenal meals. There's some really good restaurants in downtown. Fish Seattle. or. Um, we did have. Some I always fish. think shit right off the off the ocean has got to have phenomenal. Yeah, they yeah. they did. There's a lot of seafood, a lot of scallops and clams, a lot of chowders and that kind of stuff. That is weird. Boston and Seattle do the hardcore chowders. Well, because it gets it gets cooler. Oh, is that what it is? It's the colder climate that it's, encourages the chowders. Seattle doesn't. Really I don't. Get, I don't like chowders. Because so. um, Seattle's kind of on the warmer side, so it doesn't get as cold. Like it doesn't get the snowy stuff like Boston does. It uh-huh. can, well, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't get that cold. But they. Um, yeah, the, the chowders and, and all that were really big. But, right. um, yeah, so we did. We had fun. We were working, but, you know, got to see the market, um, had some phenomenal food. I, I would like to go back to Seattle. And oh, I mean, I would totally go to see Seattle. I mean, you know me. I'm like, the Space Needle is just enough to capture my attention. I'll figure the rest out. I didn't. We didn't get to the Space Needle. You know, it's funny. Uh, like, I'm always that kind of motivated when it comes to vacation. I, and I would have thought, like, you seem to be the kind of person, like, we're at St. Louis. Oh, I didn't do the arch. Like, well, yeah, because I'm the touristy guy. We have to do the fucking arch. Oh, my God, we have to do the arch. I'm not surprised. Well, you, 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 you have to go and see the, the, the Julie Glass exhibition in Seattle. Yeah, so that's, that. yeah, that guy. So the guy that does all the tulips and stuff that are in Vegas. Oh, the fucking shit. He's from Seattle. The, the $25 yeah. million. Bellagio. Uh, you know the ceiling in Bellagio? Yeah. Oh, he did that. That's yes. right. That's Chihuly. It's the Chihuly ceiling. Oh, yeah. shit. That's so right. So he's based there. He actually has a shop, um, I think, in, in the ground floor and the, the base of the Space Needle. That's oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you know, we didn't we didn't get to see his stuff, but he is there. And, and I guess glassblowing is just big in Seattle. Good for him, man. It's how often does a an artist in his lifetime actually get appreciated and make a shit ton of money? Good for yeah. him. So, yeah, Alistair brought the whole Seattle thing right back to Vegas. Well done. Well and, there, done. and there is a Chihuly shop in the Crystal. So it's next to Mandarin Oriental on the way to Aria. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was cool. It, I will say that Bob, the glassblower that we had, was not the the best glassblower. Because I've seen glassblowing demonstrations before. He wasn't the best. But just going into... And he had two assistants. So here's a perfect example of what happened. So once you start shaping the glass, then you start blowing on it. You have to roll it back and forth <laughs> while somebody's blowing. So, so yeah, you're you're sitting. I have things so that shape in down. specific ways when they're blown upon. Yes. Yeah. And this was, so so Bob was sitting down, and he had a girl sitting on this short little stool who was was blowing. So imagine you you you're, you're, you've got the, the end of the tube Did it really actually that's blow? rolling. Yeah, that's Are you rolling back and forth. You know that? And you're this girl is moving. Back and forth, blowing, keeping up with the rod. <laughs> yeah, so then, of course, we're talking about how the, the rod is moving too much, which is making it difficult to blow. And then they swapped out at one point because the first girl that was blowing, he needed her to do something on the other end of the pole. 360 Seattle vacation. <laughs> yeah. Just for this joke. So so there was a there was a pinch blower that came in. <laughs> while the other while the other girl 
took took another stick and it, so the glass was on the end of the of the first pole. She had another pole, so they were transferred. So the poles were coupled. No which was wonder the first you time. had a great time. Jesus <laughs> Christ! It begs you to make eight oh, trillion dick jokes. It was it, yeah, it was unbelievable. And then there was another. So one of the assistants had a. Um, a vase, vase, whatever you want to call it, that she was demonstrating the different ends and it opened up in the end like a flower. And the way that she was holding this <laughs> and, and showing it to people, you know, at first it was, she was using two fingers and then at one point she got real comfortable and, and could use three. <laughs> you got to so, start slow, all right? Otherwise it sits. You did, but you, you needed to be secure because it was slippery. And so you didn't, the, the three fingers gave you a much stronger grip. <laughs> this, this is just some of the stuff that we were, yeah, it, it, that's what I mean. I, I was laughing so hard I was crying. Like I just couldn't. God, that's brilliant. Yeah. So if you ever want to have a fun double entendre night, go see a glass blowing demonstration. I hope the next phase in Vegas is glass blowing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, segue there. Okay. Oh. Let's, that, <laughs> let's go back to So the that's next. what we did on Thursday, and that's what Karen did on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry okay, for let's, let's, let's rein this, this thing in. Okay, so let's let's talk about Friday. Good luck. <laughs> Reining it in on this day. So, as we discussed, uh, there was a limited amount of people that showed up at Planet Dailies. However, they didn't know who we were. Yeah. Luckily, they accommodated us, and I've reached out to the property to figure out what happened, but unfortunately, they have still not gotten back to me, which is very, very Which is unbelievable, because you called them before, you had a reservation. Well, and I reconfirmed it on exactly. fucking Thursday. Exactly, the day before, right. And for the folks to come up and say, well, yeah, we don't know who, what you're talking about, yeah. it's bullshit. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly disappointed in them, and, and I will reach out to them again. Like, it's kind of got to the point now where I'm like, okay, now you're pissing me off. I literally directed business towards you because I'm like, oh, it's a great establishment. Which sucks and, because, again, we love Planet Dailies. That's like a staple for us when we go, and the fact that they're being this much assholes, it just kind of says, like, yeah, well, we don't need to go back there again. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah but, but they were they were really good. I mean, they say what they, you know, they put us in a booth at the front and say, well, you know, you can start off here, and if more people turn up, we'll move you to the back. So they were, you know, they were very accommodating. Yeah. So it's not as if they were like, just go away. It was, right. no, they, they did they did try and, you know, were very, very helpful. So right. well, okay. you have to, have to give them props for that. Right. I, I, I agree. I agree. They did take care of them. It's just disappointing, like, the effort that I put in to set something up. And then you're like, really? the uh, Part of 360 Vegas Vacation is the idea that you're on an epic trip. Like, it, the idea of going, hey, I'm going to make it easy for you guys. Just say you're with 360 Vegas. It's, it, it, people want to be a part of something. And when I make the effort to do that for you, and then you're like, oh, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, I could have sent these people anywhere. Salty. Yeah. But we, we, we did get the, uh, the the waiter eye roll when we asked for separate checks. <laughs> you, can see, was like, uh, you can see the eyes going. Like, you know, oh, the, well, no, good. That's I've what the fucking get. Six checks together here now. The, the one thing, though, that I will say about that, I always, if I'm going someplace and we're going to do separate checks, I tell them up front because it is much easier. Did you guys do that? Oh, yeah, we did. That's where we got the eye roll. Oh, so before then, we even ordered, you know, before well, we. Yeah, Just that's what you're we, to We'd do. like separate checks here, and it's like, <clears throat> you know, we, and we've said that before. Their food is phenomenal. Their service, shit. Yeah, their service isn't very good. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Right. But but the, but, the, but the they did point out the end. So the, you know, it was good service. He did take care of us really well. So after, I, that, yeah, initial, I, after that initial kind of uh oh, this could not end well. It, right. it, did, it did go well. Okay. okay. Well, that's good. So I ended up showing up at Planet Dailies late because and it was kind of funny because I woke up early. Like the room I was in didn't have true blackout curtains, so. 
as the sun fucking came up, I was I was awake. So I'm out till two, three, four in the morning, and the fucking sun starts coming up at like five thirty. I'm like, God damn it! But I was responsible enough to go. I know what I did to myself. I know what I'm going to do to myself. I, I have over. to sleep. So I just kept four. Like I could have easily made plenty of dailies, but I'm like, just fucking go to sleep. Go to sleep and and relax. You know what's coming up. So I ended up showing up late with everybody else. Uh, had plans to go over to Earl of Sandwich. However, this is Friday. EDC has begun. Oh, shit. That line was fucking ridiculous. It looked like a fucking Disney World queue. It was yeah. ridiculous. So I was like, shit, I know I got to eat. We're getting ready to go poolside to play fucking games. I know I got to eat. So I, I was being responsible and understood that. I'm like, fuck it, we'll move on. I'll grab something from the cafe at, at Flamingo. It's not a big deal. So I led everybody over to Flamingo and check this out. First... I was concerned when we showed up because there was a line of people to try and get in. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, we're going to have this, this whole fucking thing. But they had a second area where they were just checking IDs with people and just letting people in. So I'm like, fuck it, let's try that way. Let's see what happens. Walked right up, didn't ask for a room key, didn't ask for money, didn't ask why we were there. Checked IDs, stamped us, let us in. Nice. It was awesome. I don't know if they, I mean, we never even referenced 360 Vegas, so they couldn't have known that we were there. Yeah. It's just, they're like, Oh well, yeah. You seem to know that you should be in this this line. So I think it's like a, like, a, like the general admission line. Also. Really? What? Yeah, it's general admission. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, they let us in straight away. It was awesome. We had people that showed up late, and no issue getting in. Just just jump right in. Good. It was awesome. And goddamn, please try and share with Karen how much fun poolside gaming is. Can I tell you how hot it was? No, <laughs> no, you cannot. No, tell me about the fun you had. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had a great time. So we obviously started off playing uh, the craps on the on the on the mini the mini craps table. It was kind of interesting getting used to only having sort of one side showing in four positions. Yeah. So where they would put your chips on the table, it's like, oh, why was my chip going over there? Whatever, but uh, it was an enormous amount of fun. I think it was basically so Tony was there. We had I think like Andrew was there. Rob showed up eventually. Rob popped across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ended up playing for like one round, but I, like I said, like I had already had yeah. a beer at that point. I'm like, I have to eat. I have to be responsible. Oh, you still hadn't eaten anything. So I stepped away, went up, had a phenomenal club sandwich, great fucking fry. I, I was really impressed. The, the, the kitchen made that good of food. At Flamingo? Yeah, yeah. It was a great club. I, possibly the best thing I've ever eaten at Flamingo, now that I think about well, it. Well, that's not saying It that. was really good. Like people were asking me, like, where'd you get that? I got a beer. Like, it looks really Although, good. Like, it is really good. Although you didn't leave your leftovers for the dealer. Who okay, all right. So now, uh, hold on, hold on. Wait, what? First, uh, so the dealer is, apparently while I was away, one of the dealers was complaining about how hungry she was. Obviously, I'm not aware of this conversation because I was actually getting my own food. So I'm eating, and, and it got to the point where everybody's having fun. I'm like, fuck. So I'm eating as fast as I can. I want to be in this. It's a fucking club, man. It, it so you were eating time. at the table? By the table, not oh, okay. at the table, by the table. Okay. Um, but, you know, everybody's having a good time, so I'm eating as fast as I can. And it just got to a point where, I mean, you've seen me do this before, like, go directly for the, the meat of the situation. Just fucking, okay, so fuck the, the corners, whatever. I just got to get to the main stuff. I need to get it get it in me. So I <laughs> 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 we just need it. I just need it. I didn't even have to say anything. I just gave him a look. <laughs> so I, I devoured as much as I could, put it to the side, step out of the table. And uh, they asked me a question or something while I was there about it. I'm like, no, it's really good. You guys should go get one. It's fantastic. So I put it away, and I step up. Like, all right, I'm ready to play. I'm like, well, wait a minute. What did, what did you do with the rest of it? I'm like, well, I'm done with it. Like, you need it all. No. Like, well, I was hungry. I'm like, what? No one communicated this to me. You could have easily had my scraps. Ew. I know, right? I don't know. I'm sure she was teasing me, but I'm like, I, I, I was going to say, I no offense. I'm drunk and hungry. I, as a dealer, I would not eat leftovers. But from... she was teasing me is the point, and that's why I was, was like, teasing. oh, 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 oh,
You eat this. You eat it. You don't really want a BLT all over the craps table, do you? Really? No, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that might mess up the throws. Right, exactly. The Yo, tomato. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, as much fun as we had, and I have to say I'm quite proud, one of uh, our, our friends, Sky on the Rocks, is a, is a savvy Vegas veteran and has told me this is the second vacation in a row that we encourage him to do something he's never done before and loved it. The first one, he had never played Texas Hold'em before. Right. And uh, I mean, we had, it wasn't no limit or anything, but it was just playing poker with everybody. He had never done that, had a great time, and had played pools like gaming. So, I mean, unfortunately, we all got our asses handed to us. We just poured 100 bucks into, into those, like all that of sucks. us. Yeah, we got our asses kicked. So, a lot of people went inside to go play some video poker, get out of the heat. We just rotated over and played blackjack, where I crushed that fucking son of a bitch. My God. I have never dominated that much at a table. I played 21 hours before at the D. I fucking cleaned house at Flamingo. It was ridiculous. Really? Unfortunately, poor Alistair died. It was hot. And he had to go inside. I had to poor. take my shoes and socks off. He did? <laughs> he was hurting. Like, right. It was like, great. It's really hot. Wait, no, no. Yeah, Don't make it sound like you did that at the blackjack table. This fucker we got in the crap table. So he was like, fuck this. I'm, I'm taking my shoes and right socks off. Right off the bat. This is too, way too hot. Right, uh, first bet, come out. Shoes off. Fuck this. <laughs> well, yeah, just the fact he has socks on when it's that hot, too. That's when well, you got the flip-flops and That's what and I mean. Everybody had a kick at the idea of, like, oh, my God, we're inside. Oh, we're outside. Well, let's fucking take our shoes off. We do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, you're at the pool. So, yeah, it, it was great fun. We had a great time with Poolside Gaming. Uh, that's, oh, God damn, it was fun. Mike ended up joining us at some point. We kept saying Andrew was in there. Like I said, we kept Alistair for a period of time. Out, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just I, I sat at six base and, and cycled through friends. <laughs> I was having a good one. What are you going to do? So, <laughs> and I went back to my hotel room sitting sit sit in a cold bath. Did you really go back to your room? Yes. <laughs> well, you have to. So we, we kind of went inside, I went inside and played a bit of, uh, what was it? must have been three-card poker with Tony and... Uh, who was it? Did it? He's got notes. I love him Rob, so yeah. much. So Rob, yeah, Rob, Rob Tony, I were playing a bit of three-car poker, and I knew we were obviously going to go down to uh, Twin Peaks in a bit, so I basically went back to my hotel room and sat in a cold bath for about half an hour just to cool down a bit because oh. I was absolutely burning up. Well, I've got some good news for you coming up, but let's not jump ahead of ourselves. So after we Jeez. did this, we ended up... Oh, I am at tease. It's, it's, I don't know where I'm going. Whatever. So after that, we ended up moving down to Twin Peaks for dinner and rock climbing. And I have to say, well, Alice, you also climbed the rock, right? I, I did. I got what, the highest. What are your thoughts on climbing the rock? Is it as easy as it looks, Alice? Oh, my, well, the, the funny one, like the left-hand side one. Oh, is good. yeah. There's, the, there's two the sides. The You've got the left-hand side, which is the tough one. Jesus and the right-hand side, which is the easy one. Easier. But, but, no, well. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the left one is impossible you can't uh, one rung up and you fall off yeah one not kidding yeah it is just whatever it is really difficult absolutely you have to be a professional climber to get anywhere up that second that but even once we hit the easy alistair was this i mean obviously it's fun we're not going to debate that we all had a great time what, what, what level of difficulty would you say it requires or, or athleticism would you say it requires it, a lot it was pretty tough i mean i got so i got the highest on the wall. Can I just say I did get the highest on the wall? You can say. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you? I thought I did. How did I miss this? How did no one capture no. this? Go look at Periscope. Oh, <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely me. All right, all right. So I was a runner-up. I thought I, was, I did the best, but whatever. 
so yeah, you, you kind of get to the point where there's, there's an overhang where it kind of pushes it. You know, you, you, yeah. it, the first part is like straight up. Right. Then it hangs backwards before you then have to go to the to the, the, the final stretch. Yeah. And just trying to get over that overhang took like every ounce of strength in my arms just to try and pull myself up. If somebody's and, got that video, I've got to see it because I, I still think I did the best. Alistair's claiming he didn't. I need to see this no. video. Replay. I, d- I, I, I made a couple, replay. a couple of those where it's just upper body. And just got to a point. That video is coming on YouTube. We've got it. It's, it's coming soon. But goddamn, it's fucking hard. Oh, yeah. I, it I, is infinitely harder than time, I thought it would be. Every time that you've mentioned, oh, I want to climb the wall, I want to climb the wall, I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Mm. Like, that takes a ridiculous amount of strength. And I'm sure it's the 20 year old of me going, fucking do this easy. This is nothing. Look at your rock. Fuck your rock. One, that is one so of the hard. 20 year olds that Holy are. Holy shit. It's way harder than you want. And in the video that you'll soon be able to enjoy, you'll see what happened to my legs when I finally hit ground, which is they were not the there. the best part of the whole experience, <laughs> watching both Tony and yourself just kind of oh, see, flat into the floor. I, I didn't know Tony did it. That makes me feel even oh, better. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. You, I think style points I think you edged Tony out by about <laughs> half a point. <laughs> you were definitely, uh, definitely uh, like a 5.9, 5. 5.9, 6, 5.9. See, what, reoccur- or what made me feel better is because Sky on the Rocks, Rob reached out to me. He's like, I saw you fall. Jesus Christ, it's so much harder than I thought. Like, you hit the ground, you're like, your legs are like, fuck you, dick. You know? <laughs> it's, it's way, so much fun. Way more difficult than I could have ever imagined it was going to be. Yep. Oh, God damn it. So... But obviously, to cap it all, one of the waitresses at the end of the, uh, as we just are about to leave, oh, just bitch. kind of shoots all the way up to the top, you know, pushes <laughs> the, the buzzer. Ding, ding, ding. Fuck yeah. off, woman. <laughs> because she weighed about 40 pounds. Right. Just, like, just like this exactly. nothing, you know. She wasn't carrying a beer gut up like the, like the rest of us were doing. It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, they, they do, you know, the waitresses at Twin Peaks have a certain um, look about them, if Style that's a good type. way to say it. Yeah, you don't get that thin and you're not athletic. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> so. or, well, you're also really young. Well, yeah. You're yeah. tiny in general, so you're not trying to pull that much weight up. I don't know that they're all necessarily It was like, athletic. we get it, all right? We get it. Because I bet all, all, all I can say is I wish I was wearing what they were wearing on that particular <laughs> day. Because <laughs> it was next to nothing. Yeah. All right. So after this, we were running a bit late. We expected to get to Trop at about 7. I don't think we got to like 7.30 or something. But we moved on to the Tropicana for our royal welcome. So what we did when we arrived at, at the property... Right off the bat. I had asked them, I'm like, do I need to speak to somebody specific? No, no, no. They're going to know who you are when you get there. Or at least if they did, I don't, I don't recall who I was supposed to fucking ask. But regardless, we show up there. And all of us immediately, you know, we look at the craps tables and we just look for the empty one. Boom. Has to be us, right? Has to be us. Mm-hmm. How else are you going to have a fucking empty craps table on Friday? Right. So we walk up like, oh, we're 360 Vegas. Every dealer at the place is like, what? What? Call the pit boss over. Like, okay, well, clearly you know. So we're here with 360 Vegas. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Like. You're fucking kidding me. Wow. So I'm pissed at this point. I'm pretty borderline livid because this was this was supposed to be the crowning achievement. We were going to come it was here. A big cap off, yeah. You know, we were going to play crafts, dedicated crafts table for us. Tropicana was so excited. Like, even earlier in the week, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, I, I don't exactly remember when, but before the vacation actually started, Tropicana, without any encouragement, tweeted randomly, X amount of day, like two days till 360 Vegas vacation. Can't wait for you to get here. Really? And everybody was like, oh my God, did you see what Trop did? That is awesome. We're going to have so much, but no idea who the fuck we were. Mm-hmm. So, 
we end up, I, I simmer down with a couple Lone Stars, Lone Star Lights. Uh, we magic chit, Cooler. Yeah. We, magic Cooler made an appearance again. We, we chit-chat about what it is that we're going to do. We decide, fuck it, let's go over to Excalibur. Um, I, I, I so try to... Uh, also, what, kind of what happened was we all kind of were, like, were milling around the slot machines and a few people playing bits and pieces, and it was kind of starting to disperse a little bit. So I kind of did my lighthouse routine by standing somewhere visible <laughs> so people could, could see me around the casino. Well, everybody thought... When people were kind of wander past, yeah, just, just come over here, we're just going to sit by the right. slots for a bit, and we're just going to regroup and figure out what we're going to do. Well, I mean, you have to think... And in order to make Mark calm, calm down, I, 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 I gave him my hat. So he ended up wearing a hat for the rest of the evening. <laughs> what? But uh, I don't know. He was. He was it's like it's like a kid. You got to give him something to placate him, so they stop throwing. I, I was basically because it was so obviously I needed something to keep my head from being exposed to the direct sunlight. Did I mention how hot it was? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I was wearing a hat most of the time, and so I gave it to Mark. He, he looked great in it, by the way, <laughs> and uh, it, it seemed to calm him down. <laughs> Whatever I, uh, works. Well, it's it's like I said. I understood why everybody started to disperse because it's like we were gonna play craps. We didn't, but everybody thought, oh, we end at Tropicana. That's how this ends. We end at Tropicana. So, fuck it, I'm in the mood to play uh, slots while we're waiting to figure out what's going on. Mark's going to sort it out. Couldn't get any response, uh, any quick response from, from Tropicana social media or gaming. Like, no, I, cu- I couldn't figure out what the fuck happened. So, uh, like, Alistair did what he did and everybody kind of calmed me down and I, I had some, I'm, which, it isn't just me. Uh, let me make that crystal clear. Our listeners, fierce loyalists. They were fucking infuriated <laughs> and descended upon Tropicana social media. They were fucking pissed. Did they really? Yes. Yes. So once I ended up calming down enough, I'm like, fuck it, let's go to Excalibur. We'll, we'll have a good time. We're gonna I have also s- had um, quite a bit of a nice bonding session with Tony's wife. So you and, oh, you and her... Oh, that's right. Oh, no, please continue. You and her kind of hit it off quite nicely, I think. <laughs> Uh-oh. We traded numbers and everything. I made sure that uh, Tony would never keep us apart ever again. Them. She's pretty amazing, and I, I god damn it, uh, like literally, like you son of a bitch, how dare you? How dare you? This woman from us. We it was, we had a good we had a good time. We had a, Alrighty, we had a really, then. really really good time. And then so then we kind of wandered over to Excalibur again, trying to pull Mark back from his uh, his his speed. Come everybody, keep it a group. Let's all, let's all let's form a snake. Hold hands. Everybody. You know what I need to do? I need to start carrying a flag with me. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You get so far ahead of folks, they can't see the flag. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's not going to change, people. I, I, it's who I am. It hasn't right? changed all these years. Yeah. Like I said, just grab the shirt and force him to slow down. Yeah, I get it. At this point, I don't take offense to it anymore. I'm like, okay, get him to Yeah, he used to get pissy about it. I'm like, well, then stop walking so damn fast. Well, it was like, or, oh, no, I'm on kid leash. Like, or, well, stop acting like the it. other thing that I used to do, and I'd just let him go. And then he'd turn around and see that I was like miles behind him, and so he'd stop and wait. As I just, I did that a few times, Alistair. Fucking give me some credit. <laughs> so, so eventually, this is this is the point where you need me to take over. Is this right? I do. Well, actually, let me transition first. So, I reached out to Tropicana Social Media. They eventually ended up getting back to me, and they cannot apologize enough. In fact, I've already spoken with their director of table gaming, and they not only want to be a part of 360 Vegas Vacation Three, but what they have proposed is they're going to give us a comp cabana, mm-hmm. comp drinks. Mm-hmm. And a dedicated craps table, as they originally promised blackjack. us. Uh, oh, oh craps. poolside blackjack. Well, no, we'll play yeah. poolside blackjack yeah. while we're there. They literally have blackjack where you just sit in the pool and we can play. We can play, which is awesome. So, but, Alistair, that is exactly what you need because it is in the shade. That's that's the kind of 
blackjack I'd like yeah. to play yes. in 110 degree heat. Yes. So, yeah, so we'll have that. But yes, they're giving us a comp cabana. They're giving us comp booze. They're going to give us a dedicated table. And I even went as far as to tell them, like, listen, we don't exactly know when we're going to do it. He goes, I don't care. Here's my, per my personal number, my personal email address. Whenever you decide what it is, you just tell us. And, and they, they told us, like, I... There's no excuse I can give you that that makes this acceptable. We had some turnover. We had some new people on there. Communication was not well done. They told us they had, they cleared the table at uh, quarter to seven, and held that table for us till eight p.m. So while we were late, they were fully prepared to to accommodate us when we got there. But he's like, I'm not going to make excuses. We dropped the ball, and we have to fix this so much that I couldn't even make jokes. I'm like, uh, listen, listen. I, I know mistakes happen. You know, and, and you know, but you know, it's we wanted to direct people to you. We really like your property. I go, but I understand. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm oh, this guy's super important doing this. We're like, no, you are. You are important, and we'll make sure that we fix it. What can we do to fix this for you? I'm like, hmm? comp cabana and booze done. What else do you want? I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Tropicana is the first confirmed location or, or event at 360 Vegas Vacation 3. They will give us a comp cabana, comp booze. We'll get to do some poolside, blackjack, and then they'll also have a dedicated craps table for us in the evening. Whenever it is, we decide it's going to be le leaning towards May. It's got to at least be 90 degree weather. I, I, I'm listening to this limey bastard whine about triple digits, and I love him so much that I'm like, can we do 90s? Can we fucking do 90s, Alistair, please? 90s is perfectly acceptable, but I mean, it's like it was unusually hot for the time. That is true. It should, it should not have been 110. Yeah, that, in, well, that's what I mean, babe. Like, it's like the lowest I think it was where we were there was like 105. Well, yeah. It was like 111, 113. Well, once you get into the teens, it. like above well, the 110, teen, like, that's We ridiculous. experienced that at the Boulevard Pool. Like, we're like, oh my God, I literally feel like I could explode at some point. It is fucking hot out here. Yeah. So. It was heat advisory weather. I mean, it was. It really know, was. All the cool stations and everything else, but it was heat advisory weather. So I, I wanted to make sure that we shared that with everybody. Trop is not only on board, but they're really, really making up for, for what it is they felt they did they did wrong. And I, I was far more forgiving of them than they were of themselves. Yeah. Which, so, I mean, that's what a good business does. Yeah, absolutely. And especially Trop. I mean, it's... We love it's the an, property. In, it's an independent property, so this is a... Excuse me, a bigger deal than if you're trying to work MGM or Flamingo property. Right. Or, or not Flamingo. Um, Caesars. Caesars. Yeah. yeah. So... That's very cool. No, I'm, I'm excited about it. I was I, impressed. I love... We love it. Well, especially the cabana, because I love their pool. Yeah. I'm excited. It's, it's a great pool. One of the top five, I, will, I would argue. I will. You will fucking schedule that next year. <laughs> Luckily, your career opportunity only lasts for the calendar year, so we can be a little more decisive in yeah, our I'll, plans I'll in the Yeah, I'll be done by the end of October, so, so thank God. <laughs> okay, so now let's pick up where we left off. We went over to Excalibur and got lucky and once again found an open or relatively open craps table where we get a lot of people on it. That's kind of pretty much all I remember. Alistair, please take the wheel. <laughs> okay, so I have written uh, three things down on my notepad here. Let's take the first one. Let's... Beer fountain. I can't wait. Beer fountain. Do you what does remember that mean? what They have a beer fountain beer. at Excalibur because I'm not familiar with this. Tell me about the beer fountain. So we're obviously playing, having a really, you know, we had a really good roll. Tables are warming up nicely. Doo -doo -doo. Drinks are coming around. So Mark gets a, must be like a, a drink with the lime in it. Was it the soul or whatever It's got to be Corona. I go through these periods corona. where, especially in the summer, I, I love to have fruited beer, whether it's it's uh, summer shandy or Coronas with limes and in I them. And I just think if you've got to add fruit to beer, there's something wrong with the beer. It's summer. Shut up. You get special drinks for the fucking pool like that are a bit... I don't. I drink the same shit all year round. That's right. She is an alcoholic. That's I right. Am. It's straight. Uh, Sky on the Rocks was quite impressed by your uh, <laughs> your skill to keep up with Goose on the Rocks. <laughs> yeah. 
Rob had his sky. My I girl's had my really goose, impressive. And he was like, I was keeping up with him drink, drink oh, for yeah. drink, and he was like, "Wow, it's pretty impressive." I have to tell you, no bullshit. Side uh, a side note. So, completely, completely side note. So, Karen was my RA in college, and uh, one of my my uh, uh, my roommates already knew her, and I had mentioned, it, I'm like, well, that girl's hot. You know, I really want to meet her or do whatever. And he's like, Oh my god, that girl can drink most dudes under the table. Like, yeah, this not, is the first not thing. that I was not that I was cute or smart. Right. Or I, I'm, or I'm like, Oh, you know her? Tell me about her. Can drink most dudes under the table. Like, I don't see how that helps me. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. that was his the first thing like going. Tell me about Karen. Oh, I can't wait to meet that she, girl. I think what he said was she can drink more than any woman I've ever seen. Yes, I believe that's actually the quote. Yeah. <laughs> like going, okay, awesome. Doesn't doesn't help me, but all, all right, perhaps I'll mention alcohol when I talk to her. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to yes, the beer fountain. Yes, oh, okay, so tell us what you do that that thing with the with the fruit so what do okay, you, so you turn up what do you do right, your so special I, fruit i, I can't thing. remember where i saw this the first time most people just shove the lime in there because as you as you tip the the uh, you know the bottle the the beer is going to interact with the with the citrus of the lime but somewhere i saw somebody just kind of jam a thumb in there and turn it upside down like just just infuse that whole well yeah because beer that's what it does that the, the the fruit then when you turn it upside down immediately, instead of the fruit juices sitting on the top of the beer, it like spreads through the entire. Right, bottle. right. It, it gives it more of a, of a infusion or whatever. It so, it. That's all so it I was doing it and, and did did the, did the turn upside. Now the one problem with that is obviously you're jamming a fucking citrus object into a carbonated beer. You got to be careful. There's a lot of pressure building up. But I've always been a pro at this. You know, you just do it like you look at it, you watch how much it's fusing up. You're like, all right, it's calm down. It's calming down. And I assume that's what I did again, right? Yes, until that night when, as you turned it back up again, the beer exploded everywhere. It went all over the carpet, and unfortunately it went all over this poor woman who was just minding her own business at the craps table. Oh, no. And suddenly everybody dives for the napkins and is padding this woman down. Because oh, you have completely sprayed her arm in your beer. Well, it's, now, all right, this doesn't sound like me. I'm a professional, Alistair. I'm a professional. It, seriously... Uh, you need to speak to Joe, because Joe was dabbing away. <laughs> so everybody was literally running for all them, as many napkins as we could find and padding this poor woman down. Was you got to love that. The, the only plus side is that Mark was on such a hot roll and hitting, like, n- not many points, but just number after Numbers. number after number. And she's betting on the, you know, the all-tall all small, all or nothing at all, side bet. Right. And she is one number away. So she's all Mark has got to roll is, like, a four. And he just could not roll a four. <laughs> and he was rolling all these, you know, everyone's making absolute fortune on this table, but could, he just could not roll a four. I love that Joey's the one that stepped in, the fucking guy yeah. that, that supplied all of us, like, like Lone Star Light and tequila cooler. and yeah. all those things. I love that he's like, oh, we got to clean this up. Almost like he's like, oh, my God, this is partly my fault. <laughs> so then, you know, kind of as you know, he progresses, another bear comes around. Same thing happens again, oh, but geez. to a lesser extent. You sprayed her twice. Third, third round comes around. Like this. Again, <laughs> splat every slow. Oh, goodness sake. I was like, oh, 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 the waitress must be doing something to my beer. <laughs> that makes far more sense oh. because I, like, I'm a pro at this. This has never happened to me, all right? I know how to, how to fruit a beer. You remember this going on, so how do you know if you were doing it properly? I think Alistair is exaggerating. I don't think so. And, and then the, the other thing that he was doing as well, do you remember your whistling? 
No, I have no recollection because of this at all. You were, now, this is quite interesting, because what was happening is when we were, you were obviously trying to get the atmosphere going, and every time someone was hitting a point, you were kind of doing your, like a really loud whistle. Oh, my and, whistle! And to begin with, the dealers were just not bothered, didn't, you know, didn't care, and then think they must have switched the dealers out, and they just, like, bagging you out for whistling. <laughs> and you could were? see you just, like, it's like you'd been shot. <laughs> but you just, you just, like, recoiled from that table. Aww. And you were, you were counting to take out. I've got to come down. I've got to come down. <laughs> and you were just like, it was just like, I'm trying to make but I'm just trying to make fun. an atmosphere. I'm just trying to make it a fun thing. You know, it's, we're all having a great time My here. My poor little heart was broken. <laughs> well, it also sounds like you were pissed. Well, and pissed, yes. I was like, oh, you hurt my feelings. I want to kill you. <laughs> yes, it was. You could see the rage. You could see the rage building up. But uh, you backed away, counted to 10, kind of came back. <laughs> But it was just like, oh, but the, the, the deal's like, oh, well, oh, because it knocks out people's hearing aids. It's like, no. Don't. Are you serious? Somebody fucking argued that? <laughs> That's what they were saying. It's like, oh, but yeah, the high-pitched thing, it, it, it cuts their hearing aids out. And everyone on the was going, well, I really didn't know that. I'm just thinking this is bullshit. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. They're just trying to say anything to stop you from whistling. Wow. You know what's funny? A side note. So uh, I've said before I used to work in a strip club in, in a very pathetic attempt to go, I would love to DJ. This is how you start. No, you don't. You push play. I, it completely satisfied. But you get so bored sitting up in those booths. That's how I learned how to whistle like that. I'm like, well, I gotta fucking do something. So, fuck it. I'm gonna learn how to whistle. And I agree. That whistle is no, fucking it's, it's loud and It's loud and annoying. I, I can definitely agree with that. So I can see why they'd be like, alright, we've had enough. Because the first time, and knowing... casino having well, no, a good but time, Also, though. knowing you... Like, you did it once, okay, it's funny. You did it twice, all right, got it. But you were probably doing it, like, every roll or something. Which no, it was every, every point. It wasn't See? every roll. It was every point that was hit. That now, come doing. on. But still, that can, that can really get annoying. Uh, people are winning. They're hitting points. That's the best thing you can do in craps. Come on. I, well, except for you, Mark, you weren't hitting any points at all. You were just hitting number after number after number after number. So he had like the mega long roll. He was, like, yeah, he was just, he rolled for about at least 45 minutes one of the times. He was shit. just, it was just going on and on and on and on. And, and on. that's, I mean, that's when you make a boatload of money. And, hence, oh, yeah. everyone was putting up with this obnoxious drunk Behavior, guy, like, going, yeah. I'm making a shit ton of money. <laughs> but so the thing is, I'm, I'm, because my, my, uh, crap strategy is sort of, you know, a couple of combats. It's like a you know, pass line and then do, do combats. And I was winning my combats like left and right, but you weren't hitting six and eight too often. So I'm sort of, and you'll keep like, you're doing, you're doing the fives and the nines and the tens, and I'm picking money, and everyone's just like, oh, fuck, you're winning money again. <laughs> did I scream no field five at some point? Oh. No, not at that point in time. How I was getting I a lot of abuse that? in my combating strategy. Nice. Yeah, I, it's, so it's funny anyway. you mention that because I remember the following morning, obviously not remembering any of this stuff, the following morning, you know, you've always got the, the, uh, your bankroll in your pocket and then usually the last thing you catch out, it doesn't get folded into your bankroll, it just gets shoved into your pocket. So I had, the, I had the two sacks of money and I ended up waking up in the morning looking at him going, that is a lot of money. I don't know what happened, but I did something, somebody did something good. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't want to get shed at light. So at some point during that game, you did disappear off for about... 20 minutes, and I, I, I heard a rumor about some blackjack that went on. Wait, you just disappeared from the crap He, he kind of disappeared. He wandered me? off. He's like, we thought, oh, we must be, going for, must be going for the bathroom. But he'd gone for about sort of 10, 15 minutes or so, and then I'd heard a rumor that he'd actually gone somewhere to play blackjack, actually needed to go to the bathroom whilst playing blackjack, and then came back, could not find the table he was playing at, <laughs> so he doesn't, he's not sure whether. 
he either he'd lost all his money at the blackjack and just kind of walked off went to the bathroom and came back again or whether he'd left money at the table oh my god but just could not find which table oh, he was playing shit faced it's Joey's fault. There, it's Lone Star Light and frustration. Okay. Still and no tequila involved in this. Well, no, no, no tequila. I think it was there was a lot of there was a Vegas-sized road beer from from Twin Peaks. I think probably helped the party a lot. Oh, that's right. Of mm. course. Why mm. wouldn't you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think so, so kind of eventually we start to wrap things up. Well, people kind of start you know you know going different places and they're kind of you know heading off and then so you know there's still a few myself and Andrew and and. Uh, Mark's still playing at the table. But Mark at this point is now starting to droop. <laughs> and he's <laughs> literally kind of nodding over the craps table somewhat. He's, you know, he's kind of hand, hands on the, you know, on the cushion, kind of leaning, leaning in a bit. And I'm kind of signaling to him. Oh, anyway. please tell me your hat we, didn't fall into the table. Please tell yeah. me it didn't. No, the hat stayed oh. on. <laughs> So I'm kind of signaling to Andrew, going, I think we need to get this guy out of here now. I think this is probably, this is probably as far as it's going to get. So we... Uh, Fuck this we, idiot's hot roll. we got to get him out yeah, of here. It's like, it's like he's, I think we're pretty much done here now, because we, we kind of finished up on that one. So we, we basically, you know, so we took our chips, you know, cashed them out, and thought, right, okay, we'll, we'll try and get you across the secret pizza. Mm. We need to get some well, food. It's always the so end, we, right? It's always the end of a vacation. Of course. Yeah. So we, we kind of went through, we, we, get to, we get to the gift shop, you know, it's he gets uh, two bottles of Gatorade, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so great who's trying to pay with his room key. <laughs> so we're standing, we're standing at the kiosk. I'm going to have to get somebody out and pay for this because he's just, you know, he's just kind of, you know, flicking Bumbling. through his cards. And yeah. kind of, you know, uh, what's that? Is, is that my bank card? That's, that's my room key. That's a loyalty program. That's something else. It all, it's all just shoved in uh, his It was just stuff in there. He's like yeah. kind of flipping it backwards and forwards until eventually he gets his, he gets his bank card out and uh, uh, manages to pay for it. And so then we kind of uh, escort him as far as, I think we got about as far as New York, New York. And it's like, pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, this is just like, there's no way on earth we're going to get him all the way to, uh, yeah. to Cosmopolitan, but I'm sure there's nowhere decent in Excalibur that's actually worth eating at. No, no. no. So kind of, we kind of got as far as New York, it's like, there's a, a pretzel stand, so we, we, you know, he, we gave him a pretzel, we all had pretzels. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you, yeah. what did I get with it? Did I get cream cheese? No, I think it was just uh, you got something to dip with it. Yeah, there's something. I'm not sure what you, you, you know what actually. But there, well, there was some some form of dipping sauce. The only reason I ask is like that whole trip. I kept going. Oh, you know what'd be really great is a pretzel with cream cheese. I'm just curious. In my drunken state, I was like, oh, cream cheese opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> could, they could well have been. So at, at that point, it's like okay. Uh, was like, I think you'd, you know we've got you back. We you know, we rehabilitated you, and you're like, oh, you're, but you're done. We were going to walk you back, but it's like no, you, you got it from here, and then we kind of. Pushed you. Oh, well, you're actually going to go the wrong way, actually. Just, no, no, it's kind of was that way. Go you, you, that you, you, way. Were, you were kind of heading in the direction of MGM's, like, uh, no, no. The, doors, doors that way. <laughs> wow. Kind of like your teenage friends when they get drunk, they, they push you up against the door, ring the doorbell, and run. <laughs> Let his parents deal with him. <laughs> and, and we never saw him again. Right. <laughs> That? So then eventually, so eventually, so we kind of set him off, and then uh, Andrew and myself kind of went back up to the link, and we sort of hang out with uh, with Tony and Jen for a bit longer, and then then we, we then we called it a night. Wow. That actually explains a lot the condition that you were in when you got home on Saturday. 
Hold on, let's not get ahead of no, ourselves. But it, it does. It, it that. Thank you, Alistair, for filling in the blanks at the end because there was a lot there that he doesn't remember, um, and having those pieces now makes it, it helps to better understand why he was in the condition he was in. <laughs> but I, I did get an email at sort of about three in the morning, which just said ping. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not in order to tell me that he was uh, what? alive and well, I just got an email that said ping. <laughs> Why, why ping? Isn't that what you do to tell people that, like, is this working? Ping. You sort of, you, you, know, you, like, you ping IP addresses, don't you, stuff like that. So, but yeah, yeah I just got the like, just ping. I have no idea. I, had, I, I am not aware that I did such a thing. Um, <laughs> so it, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even like a tweet or, you know, a DM tweet. It was an email that said ping. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hang on there, champ. All right. Okay, champ. Right. So, fine. So, then we have the kind of final day, which was the, the, the Saturday. Yes, Saturday. Good, good news for the appalling state of American domestic airlines because I got to spend more time with my buddies. Yes. So, <laughs> un- unfortunately, uh, same thing. I woke up pretty early and I felt fine, to be honest with you. But uh, uh, shockingly, against all odds. But I, I was also very respectful of the fact that I knew I had an all day trip to get home. So I, I forced myself to keep going back to sleep, keep going back to sleep. And I was going to get up at like 10 because checkout's 11 or 12. I never know for sure, uh, depending on the place. I know down at the D it's noon, but who knows? I, I know 11 is the standard. So I made sure to get up at 10, clean myself up, do whatever. And as I get out of the shower, I get an email saying, your flight's been delayed two hours. I'm like, the fuck am I going to do? I'm well, because you had a connection. Right. And you only had like Luckily, an hour and a half. No. Originally, yeah. It between, wasn't much. Yeah, yeah, when you landed in Chicago and the and, connection. And, and luckily, that one was also delayed. Yeah. So, But even then, it, we looked at it and like, oh, so I have 15 minutes to land and fucking run to the other plane and yeah. get on it. So, But that aside, I'm like, okay, I'm up. Alistair touched base with me. Be, obviously, I had no idea what I did, but he's like, so just checking in with you. Are you okay? I'm like going, yeah, buddy, I'm doing great. <laughs> Why do you ask? No idea that he had all this information that I was not privy to, <laughs> or at least had no recollection of. So Remember the beer fountain. Yeah. So we, um, I was like, my flight's delayed a couple hours. He's like, what do you want to hang out? I'm like, fucking absolutely. Yeah. Come on down. So he ends up coming down. We sit down at Excalibur, start playing blackjack. Then I get the shakes. Mm. I start to feel, you know, I'm kind of on that pins and needles thing. Not not as bad as like, oh, my arms asleep or something like that, but just kind of like. Something bad could happen. I've felt this before. We're playing blackjack. The legs start to shake. I'm like, fuck. That's not good. So I stand up. We keep playing blackjack. And I start to feel the the shivers coming on. I'm like, god damn it. So uh, originally, now, earlier in the trip, Alistair and I sat down and played blackjack many times. And we immediately started making fun of each other. For like, if he ordered a water, I'd start mocking him for ordering a water. And the same thing, Nothing like like peer pressure, like vice versa, uh, vice versa, vice versa with um, uh, uh, this, I think I told you about this, the green chip joke. Like every time one yeah. of us would double down, we ended up it'd just give us a green chip instead of oh, much good green chip, oh, he's so good. So we just got right back into that rhythm, and I and I ordered a water. I got a flight coming up, yeah. and I can't I think can't start getting in trouble. So he starts ripping on me, and I, I enjoy it. And I start feeling the shakes, and as she comes around, like she's delivering Alistair his drink, there's like a Jack and lemonade or something like that. I was like, "Can I get a Miller Lite next time around?" You know, I tell Alistair, "I'm like, I'm, start, I'm starting to shake. Like, I'm, I'm really concerned." So we end up playing until I get the beer, and I'm still shaking. I'm like, "Okay, all right. So here's what I know: we have to start moving. I need to get outside and start sweating, and I need to eat. Is what we got to do." 
So we have two options. I came up with this backup plan just in case something like this happened, but we have two options. We can go over to MGM where they have that IV treatment and go through all that, properly rehydrate me. To which he promptly, what was, what was the joke you made? I would just say, I've got to like, wipe, wipe the hip off the needle. Or <laughs> which yeah. was all I needed to go. That plan's not in the mix, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I had this idea. I don't know if it's gonna work. I need to get drunk and I need to get drunk fast. And then I just need to survive this drunk until I get home. So, you know, we end up going to the bathroom. We're like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. Are we ready? This is what we're going to do. So I'm going to get a drink. I, I had the beer she brought me. We ended up going to the, to the sundry store. I grabbed another beer, like a, like, a, like a tall boy. We start heading down. And I'm like, we got to stay outside. I need to sweat. I, we we got we to be out here. And, and we start making our way down to Secret Pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, we stop off at CVS to get some, some more liquid. I grab another beer. And I'm starting, I mean, as it is, I probably drank close to the equivalent of a six and, I don't know, what, 30 minutes, 40 oh, minutes, Alistair? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I just, I, I was like, I know I'm in trouble. But here is the good news. It fucking worked. So, this is what we've come to understand could possibly be the truth. The whole thing about, I'm sure I'm still dehydrated at some point. Yeah. But the whole thing about. Probably making it worse. The issues that I've had being directly linked to, to dehydration, I don't think it's the case. I think it's alcohol withdrawal. Yeah. So, luckily, there is a cure for that, and that is more alcohol. So <laughs> that usually means you overloaded your system so badly that it's having an ad, I mean to have the withdrawal symptoms. That's ridiculous. Okay, okay. But what I'm I saying think- is there's a cure. All right. Now cynical people cynical people would say, Well, I mean, do you have a, an issue with alcohol? I'm like, no, no, I don't. In fact, Except I, you, you ran it out of your system. Exactly. I just need to ride it out. I, I have a great time and I'm like going, Okay, well, you know, we party a little we just ride this gently. Ride this gently out. But it worked. Let's be honest, the hydration, the sleep, the, all the things that I've done, the extra eating, it's all just been like a shot in the dark and any of it, it's like, okay, so it might work. This, in 40 minutes, I was like, it worked. Oh my God, I feel way better, it worked. I respect what this alcohol did to me and now I respect what it is I have to do so it doesn't feel like I'm dying. As long as you don't have to do it every day. Well, exactly. Well, I mean, obviously, if I'm doing this every day, clearly we need to speak to sponsors or something like that. But sponsors. This is, <laughs> that's not the case. The fact of the matter is, at least I feel the fact of the matter is, is, is it really is. I, I think you were the one that coined it, the, the Fremont Shakes. That's right. It's the, it's, it's the Fremont Shakes. It's when you, <laughs> it's, whatever the alcohol they serve down in Fremont, it, the following day, you just kind of wake up going, I don't feel, <laughs> feel shaky. I need more booze. Right. <laughs> <laughs> something went wrong. There's only one way to fix this. <laughs> So, so it, it worked is the, is the point. So I don't believe I have a problem. I believe I have a solution, Karen. Uh-huh. That's how you should look at it. Okay. <laughs> so beyond that, Alistair and I walked the strip. I did save Alistair from a hooker. Why don't you tell Karen about he, that, he, Alistair? He saved my life. He from absolutely saved my life. <laughs> what the hell happened? So uh, you know how the entrance to Excalibur is like on a ramp. So you go under the, uh, I suppose where the port cashier is and the cars go above. Yeah. So you go down a ramp, along a bit, and then back up a ramp on the other side. Right. Now, as we're walking up the ramp out of Excalibur, this girl just grabs me by the neck, puts me, literally puts me in a headlock. She's nowhere. wearing these He's... massive kind of platform chunky shoes. He's not exaggerating. She could not walk like, up a slope. This woman, like, it's one of those things, like, you know how you're walking, you're walking, you're crossing people, like, yeah. oh, it, no, like, saw him, beelined, wrapped her fucking, just head, like, Alistair's a tall guy. Well, yeah. So he's literally hunched over a little bit, and I'm like, I, I'm figuring at first, well, oh, he's gonna get out of this. And I look back, and he's like, I'm just mouthing, help, help me, help me, and I'm like, what the hell? all right, here we go. <laughs> I 
is this? I don't even understand this. Eight. So I'm having this conversation with her about it. He was like, oh, oh yeah, I was just talking to the, the guy in front, but his, like, his, his mother didn't like the way I was talking to him. <laughs> Wait, so she said that to you? Oh, she, yeah. This woman is clearly like, not so on this planet with us. But she, she, I think she'd obviously been using every person as a prop yeah. to be able to walk because she was completely, you know, she was completely wasted. And because she's on a slope in these most ridiculous shoes, she could not walk unaided. Oh so she was God. wrapping her arm around yeah. as many people. But now she had a pretty strong grip. I mean, I'm not like, she's not, she wasn't a big girl, but she just, it's like, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to get out of this under my own free will here. Right. So I had, we, we got as far as like the, you know, until it flattened out, I, I took, that was, took, that was my chance to make a break for it. Oh my God. <laughs> It was so how up. did you get him out it of it? So... I just came around like, oh, it, we oh, we gotta go like right now. We, I forgot this thing, but like I don't even remember what I said. But whatever it was, it was you were immediate. Just distracting her. You were and we had like, to look, immediately look shiny do something. Thing shiny thing over here. Yeah, <laughs> it really was just kind of like <laughs> I need him immediately. You it. have to let him go. <laughs> wow. So luckily, luckily, my my plan didn't need to have any kind of an elaborate concept behind it. It was just she would. It wouldn't matter. Go go. Run. Was, Run! She can't chase you in the right. hills. There was there was no need for a punch in the face concept, which right. is good news. Right, that which is was, good. was a backup. It was a backup. Wow. So Alistair accompanied me down to Secret Pizza, where I got to enjoy, which apparently we now all know was his original plan. He just accomplished it twelve hours later. Twelve hours later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow. And I stayed boozed for the rest of the night. Now, unfortunately, I won't get into all the details of it, but all those delays, I was fortunate enough to still make it home. Well, no, you didn't make it home that day. You made it home the next day. Well, I got home at like 2 a.m. I didn't miss either of those flights. They were just both remarkably We had the worst travel week. It was bad. Because I think you were fine getting out to Vegas. I was delayed to Seattle and home from Seattle. So I came in. So here's maybe a funny side story. We worked the trips out, so I left on on Saturday. Mark left for Vegas on Sunday, and the original plan was we were both coming back in on Saturday, and the flights were within a half an hour of each other, which sort of made sense. So Mark, you know, ended up parking the car. Well, I get out to Seattle, and they finally give us the schedule for the week, and I'm just fucked. They end at like noon on Friday, and I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I'm here until like midday Saturday, so I changed my flight to come in on Friday. Again, both flights were delayed, so instead of landing at 10.30 like I was supposed to, um, I landed a little a little before, right around 1 a.m., and then had to find a car and everything else. So then, yeah, by the time I get home, I'm like, I should be exhausted, but I'm still amped, and and I think it's, my body thinks it's three hours earlier and everything else. So I didn't get a lot of sleep that night. Next morning, you know, so I go get Azzy and... Um, running errands and all this stuff, but I knew I had to pick Mark up. Yeah. And I kept getting the notifications of flights delayed, the flights delayed, the flights delayed. So, yeah. We were really concerned about that connection, too. Like, every time I brought it up to them, and I, I will say Southwest was really great about this. I reached out to their social media people as well as the desk people, and I'm like, listen, and they're like, do you, uh, but the, the worst part was like, every one of them was like, do you want to rebook for tomorrow? I'm like, no, I want to fucking go home tonight. I get home. Yeah. So they were all like, "Okay, well, this is what we'll go with." And I'm like, "Listen, I, I don't, I don't know what I need to say or do. I just, I just want to make this flight." And social media was like, "Well, what can we do to help?" I'm like, "Just tell them I'm coming. Just please tell them I'm coming." Yeah, don't, don't let my connection leave. But it didn't, it didn't matter because the connection was so fucking late. It didn't matter. Although oh, yeah, I ran plane. across the goddamn airport and almost died doing it. Yeah, the plane wasn't even there. When yeah, it was there, but, but regardless, it all worked out. I still got home really late, but I had to keep myself boozed the whole time. I got to the airport and I told you I, I ate lunch and I could feel the shakes coming out. I'm like, "Fuck." 
So I ended up going to the bar, had like shot a Patron and a fucking Corona. I got on the beer. I had like five Shandies. You know, I'm like, I know I need, I wasn't trying to be, to get drunk. I was trying to stay drunk and, and it worked like a fucking charm. <laughs> the next day, no issues, no side effects, no hair of the dog, none of that shit. You were wiped. I was tired. I was day. exhausted. And that's primarily because we now have the boy. And the boy, you know, I, I want to spend time with him. He tends to wake us up a little bit earlier. Yes, and normally is. when I come home from a Vegas trip, I'm sleeping for like 16, 17, 18 hours. Well, no, I slept for eight, nine hours. So it well, fucking hit I me like a ton of bricks halfway through the day. I think you had day. like two naps that day. and Yeah. But yeah, so I, but again, I was exhausted because I had to stay up to get you back from the airport. And right, you didn't right. get in until 2 a.m. So it was, yeah, it was a long couple days. But yeah, yeah. We made it home. Yeah. We survived. So, there it is. And that's uh, 360 Vegas Vacation 2. That's the that's that's the trip report. Anything you want to add, Alistair? Uh, just like a really big thank you to everyone that showed up. We had such an amazing time, you know, especially, you know, having been to both, you know, one and two. Great people. Uh, you know, it, it was just an absolute blast. And I'm really, really looking forward to the next one. Yes, big time, big time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going to the next one. So, so good, in fact that we received some listener feedback. Now, normally when we do a trip report, we don't do anything other than the trip report. report. However, this is so good, we're gonna have a river segment. So, let's check the river. You can rate it, actually. Uh, you're very thrilled about this. Um, we did, uh, like I said, John Williams gave us some listener feedback. I'm thrilled that he did it. I cannot wait to share it with you. Karen, please read what John wrote. Okay. First, let me say, I'm not a person who is comfortable in social situations. I don't drink, and when it comes to gambling, I am what you would call a low roller. So I was a little apprehensive about what kind of a time I would have at 360 Vegas Vacation 2. But after meeting up at the art house for lunch, I knew in about five minutes this was going to be a great time. This was one of the nicest groups of people you could ever want to hang out with. If you're the type of person who wants their tequila shot served in a tumbler and likes to show off their dance moves while playing craps at the D, then have at it. Or if you would rather stay in the background and take it all in, that's all good too. Either way, you will never feel like you don't belong. When you get a group of people together who all share a common interest, that being the 360 Vegas podcast and all things Vegas, you're pretty much guaranteed to have a great time. I can't thank Mark enough for putting this event together. It was, without a doubt, one of the best times I've ever had in Las Vegas. The slot races alone are worth the trip. I've never had so much fun trying to lose money as fast as I can. If you are thinking of attending the next Vegas vacation, but you're not sure if you should come, take it from this socially awkward, non-drinking low roller. You will be glad you did, and it will be the time of your life. John. That was so sweet. Possibly the best listener feedback I've ever received as long as we've done this show. That meant so much to me. So much to me. I just... Yeah. It was really sweet. I, I mean, all, I think almost, it echoes. almost speechless. It, it's, it's everything I hoped our events would be. It's every, I mean, uh, on top of the fun, the craziness, the, the fact that somebody, that, and I know he's not the first one. He's just the first one to properly articulate how, you know, you're concerned about this, but you want to have a great time and then you experience it. And, and the fact that he can be the guy that he, he doesn't drink. He, right. you know, he doesn't, he's not crazy like, like Tony and I are, but it, it's, it didn't matter. You got us all together and we just had a fucking epic time. And it, it's funny. I, I want to give John some credit too, that you know, we joked about uh, the idea, well, half joked uh, about the idea that 
this doesn't appear like whatever issue I've had isn't dehydration. It's literally just alcohol withdrawal. And you know, we're like, oh, I'll just drink more and I'll do that. And you know, we make jokes about it. But the the thing that meeting John and, and this being a guy who doesn't drink for you know for one reason or another made me really kind of respect that you know I I honestly don't have a problem. What ends up happening is I end up having too much fun, and as a consequence of that, I need to properly drink more so I like I learned to respect what it is I do to myself that it, it is a dangerous thing it is a fun thing but it's it's something that I need to respect and he's one of those people that made me realize that because one of the things I was afraid of when this first started happening is I'm like I have to stop drinking I, I, I clearly have a problem I'm like would I still love Vegas I mean that seems to be a huge part of it here's the dude that adores Vegas still and it's going through all it yeah. just I feel like I'm rambling I you are. ultimately Thank you so much. That that feedback that, is phenomenal. That made, that made your day. And I think it echoes what Alistair said is, you know, the, you've got the events and stuff planned, but what really makes the vacation fun is the people that are there. So, And it's, it, it's I'm so grateful that we draw these people. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what, it, and I've said it many times before, I don't know what makes other people laugh. I don't know what makes, what, what makes our show entertaining. I know what entertains me and what makes me laugh. And people find, people who have the same similar sense of humor or, or interests, entertainment value, whatever, find me. Well, and that's exactly to John's point. The reason it's so much fun is you've got a group of people together that have common interests. So, um, you know, you, they all think alike in some way, shape, or form that for some reason they find you entertaining. I know, right? So. I roped your ass in for 20 years. Yeah, I still think that was a bait and switch. <laughs> so that's, how else do you end this trip report with with that please alistair take us out my god unless you've got something else you want to add no no i just i mean big thanks to you as well mark thank you so much for organizing it and uh um, i'm glad i could help out and shepherd and so am i cajole and whatever else and i, I really look hopefully hopefully karen will resume her duties next time so i can just go crazy <laughs> just like, I, crazy I, I just i just want to sit back and you know you're like i just want to have fun this is work right <laughs> Okay, so that's going to do it for episode 172. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. Support the show via PayPal donations, buying stuff from our merch store, zazzle.com slash 360vegas, or help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, early... Early plans are already in the, in the mix. I th- There's no way we don't do this annually. It's so much fun. Yeah. My God. I can't wait to do it again. And But until then, we'll have a regular show next week, and we'll see you then. Yeah.